We're rolling. Oh. Sounds like Wickham's likes the metronome. Oh, yeah, a little tick. Is there a metronome? But we can leave it. Wickham's like we can. about to record a verse or something. Is that better? That's yeah. good. Um, what's up, guys? We missed last week, so here we are this week with Noah, our guest. Howdy. Um, We're out here. Noah Miller. Great. Um addition to the Ridge team. We met because he was Wickham's teacher. Me and Wickham, well, I mean, it's kind of an interesting long story how I met Seth at a meeting randomly in some fucking late night meeting at like midnight in Venice. I went to this meeting with Allison like randomly last minute and I, I liked Seth's share about like being on, he's like, like alcoholism's like a train where like you're on the tracks and like you're, you're going on that track either way. Mm. Um, like you try to like steer it, but you can't like, I don't know. I guess I, I can't really remember what that metaphor impacted you. I don't know. It was just something about his presence and, and his, uh, um, so I approached him. I was like, what's up? So he came over and he started learning how to shoot and he's since done some really cool shit and um he introduced me to you and then you i was showing you the movie and stuff and then you i was like i know a writer yeah and i called noah or did i i was just texting you yeah um he gave me the number and i just texted to you and you said come over and so i drove fuck i don't know how far that is drove a long way hour and a half um, yeah hour and a half wait what do you mean middle of the night Wait, what do you mean he gave you a number? You you texted I was, me. I, I was like, you first. I was like, do you want to do you want to write for this guy? He's doing a movie. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, yeah, give me his number. I just gave you your number. And then he, and then next time I talked to him, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to his house tomorrow. Yeah. I just drove over after class in the middle of the night. And then. Uh, yeah, you you seem to misremember. No, no, that was that was. A, no, a, it wasn't in the middle of the night. It, it was, was pretty late. It was, it was after class. My class went till eight p.m. It, the sun was definitely still out. I I know for a fact. <laughs> um, or it was like, you know, sunset ish. Because Chris and Mika, or it was me and Mike, mm-hmm. and um, Chris and Mika had just showed up. It was a it was Monday night, and it was my it was after my eight p.m. class. Oh class shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm th- wait, I'm thinking of one, Pat zero. wait, no, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm thinking of the time that we were in here. You're thinking of the time at the studio. No, no, no. This is, this is because uh, we met, met right here. Okay. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was the first time. Cause there was another time at the studio mm-hmm. where it was a little bit later. And- it was, yeah, it was much later, but that I drove over there when the sun was setting. Cause I ended up going through Malibu Canyon and that was the first time I've been through Malibu Canyon. I remember that really clearly. Um, so, so yeah, the first time you came here, mm-hmm. it was definitely, Chris and Nico were here. Sure. They'd never come over on a Monday. It was definitely a weekend or a Friday or Saturday. It was, it, yeah, it, I mean, it would have Because Mike to. was here too, and he never, he, Chris and Nico only come over on the weekends. Mm-hmm. That's, they have work. I mean, he's running Saint, so mm-hmm. it was definitely either Friday or Saturday. And I know for sure. I don't think I trust it's, either of your guys' memories yeah, yeah. at this be, point. Be, <laughs> I mean, look, it was yours. You've discredited it doesn't your matter. memory more. Like Mika and Chris were here. That's <laughs> yeah. it. What else is there to say? 
I mean, I know it was post a course. It was after a class because I talked about leaving. I specifically talked about yeah, I mean, going, it was probably going Friday. to follow things, but I didn't have classes on Fridays. I had Fridays off. Um, okay, well, we'll have to uh, <laughs> let's re- keep going. Yeah, yeah, re- let's keep going, guys. Let's this. really figure this out. But um, yeah, the point is, is that he just came out. Yeah, because you wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you also saw the trailer. Yeah, I'd seen the trailer. And watched like the really the half hour shitty 30-minute cut, which you seem to even actually kind of like, which is cool. Yeah. And I wasn't even sure if I was supposed to show you that. I remember I was like, I don't know if I was supposed to be showing you this. but Yeah, because like, I don't know if any, anyone really knows that's listening, um, all 10 of you. We're, no, we're, we actually we're, get about 89 downloads per episode now. Cool. Well, if you Almost put 100. 80 people in this room, I would... Be like awesome. We're basically and doing like a little show. Seven hundred all time downloads, which I think is crazy. So we're just putting that right on blast. Yep. Do you know what I heard? Well, you have to accumulate for all of the yeah, sources. Yeah, this is though. without YouTube. This okay, is but no, but um, no, you have to accumulate for Spotify, iHeartRadio. So like Charlie and um, you know Joe's wife does a podcast. Oh really? Yeah, the, she's talking about. 70,000, 40,000, but it's accumulative. So you, you have to accumulate all across the board. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, the point is that we're, we're, we're trying to make a movie and um, it's pretty much like the first, like it's like, I think our first attempt, I mean, we've obviously made a lot of different things you could mm-hmm. sort of call movies or shorts or but we're actually really trying to do something that that could pass as like a you know mm-hmm. a, a a a movie you could show in a theater or see on Netflix or be something um so we're chipping away at that and um if anyone wants to uh throw us a mill we're down <laughs> because i mean we're going to finish this one way or another um if it takes me a year or two or one one scene at a time but if we had some real money it would be a lot easier sure. to do it quicker and right so i don't know we might do a kickstarter yeah um so yeah now noah's uh in in the studio and um i don't know you, you want to kind of just like do a quick little like what do you do what do I do with that? Just yeah. a quick, like, who you are and sure. what your thing is. Um, Alien, I mean, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a screenwriter, I guess I would say by trade, but there's only, like, three films out there, features that have had me anywhere near it. Um, I'm a, I was a teacher for a couple of years, and then I came here to, uh, to Ridge, which was nice. I mean, it's a lot more... My biggest thing is I was writing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I've probably got somewhere. I near. remember you showing me all the scripts you've written. Yeah, I've got somewhere. It was near. like it, he was just scrolling and scrolling yeah. and scrolling. It was insane. Yeah, I've got somewhere near like maybe forty thousand, fifty thousand pages worth of written material that just you know piling up. I go sit in a coffee shop and write and do nothing else and then go home. Mm. Um, but that wasn't going anywhere. Nobody was making it, um, and now. Uh, I got the opportunity to come here and I'm actually getting to make shit, which is awesome. Mm. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing was that I just was not actually creating anything. Uh, and now I am. Um, yeah, I remember, mm. I remember it's, it's, it's interesting contrasting you now mm-hmm. 
to win a New York Marymount. Yeah. They're so much happier. It's crazy. Yeah, we also saw like the, I guess the semi-professional teacher version of me. Not when I went really, to your house. Yeah, that was at the like the end. I was like, I was done. <laughs> and you were like, you were like yeah. tripping Whoa. on. I was like, you were out. you were like tripping on like some chick and yeah, like yeah. you were fucked up about it. And yeah. you were you were just like, we shot. I shot a short film at his house, and the main character <laughs> is a depressed character, and so we shot like she lives in his house. And I remember uh, someone was like, wow, like that, you made that house look like a depressed person lives there. And I was like, <laughs> it's actually because we shot a depressed person's mm-hmm. house. Yeah. But and now you also had sort of just broken up with the, your old, your last girlfriend. Or something. Yeah. That was like, like September, November was not the best time for me. Yeah. And but you were like coughing a lot. Oh yeah. I was sick. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know what it was. I remember that. I got like really <laughs> sick for like three months straight and it just wouldn't go away. Oh my God. Was, I remember so, that. No, like he would come over and like, yeah, I was like, fuck, like this dude's got like, like I'm dying in pneumonia. Or something. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't even that. Yeah. Like it was just like, you know, everything like you're not happy at your job and you just had broke up your girl and you're coughing and you're trying to write this script which is really the movie isn't like necessarily like an upper it's not like a feel good Mm -hmm. it's got we're dealing with some pretty core yeah depressing alcoholism and dad issues and just um some real shit Mike's uh whole thing with his wife comes from that breakup like that's what that was it was the, mm. you know, I just poured all that shit in there. So continue. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I uh, Pat offered me a job and I took it like instantly. Um, well, we were actually like talking. Yeah. It, it wasn't. You didn't come to me and say like, here's a, here's a job. Yeah. Like I didn't really even know that was an option. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was weird how it happened. You, you, you kind of had mentioned, I forget what we were talking about, but we were doing a pitch or something. Uh, I'd been doing these pitches for this thing called uh, Tongle, which yeah. we're doing it with, uh, with Wickham and Valerie um, and just trying to get some extra, just trying to start something. I remember um, you saying, quote, I just want to let's just make shitty music videos and just have a few extra, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it was like, let's just do some things on the weekend and make a few extra bucks yeah. here and there and we still get to make stuff. And we started doing that. Yeah. And the first one was really good, actually. It's a great yeah. music video. Yeah, I still um, watch it. Which yeah. one? Uh, Heart of Glass. The one with the red just, room yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah. That one just came together in the right way. And yeah. it's great. Um, oh, that's not the one with the, with the werewolf. That's the one where she actually let you just do you. Yeah, I guess that's, that's yeah. Um, and we just kind of went in there and ran it. And it worked really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was a, it was a heavy day. I mean, we, yeah. we, we barely made that day. Yeah, I remember yeah. you guys came back. Yeah, came over afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah it was returned right. the, the Ari. It was like the same weekend you guys did the Danny Thorne video, um, at the same time. Oh like, yeah, like, or, right, or like maybe just after. Yeah, I was sitting here. I think I had shot it the day before, but I was sitting here alone, mm-hmm. watching the um, the David Letterman with George Clooney and smoking. Like inside, Veronica was gone, and I was pretty. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I was pretty. You go down when she's gone. Just well, that was also like a, yeah, okay. I do. But that was also like a, I don't know. You guys don't remember that. I was kind of fucked up at that huh. time. I, I got that vibe, but I didn't know it was because of that. Right. It was just. I, I thought I thought you were like mad that like oh we were God. making a video. That's 
I'm so funny. That's just what I thought. I, I, I knew you. I didn't know what to attribute the downness to. I was like, maybe it's because we're showing them this thing we made. I mean, I, I I think that that's super like insightful. I think that that takes a lot of like emotional maturity to even be aware that that could be a thing. I think in a lot of situations that would be a thing. It's not my thing though. And like you had kind of mentioned something about that and someone else too. Like I don't like, I genuinely like don't have that. Like I just want everyone to be doing cool shit as long as it's not like directly affecting Ridge, which is the company that is supporting us, you know, like, yeah, um, and then if we can feed that, let's feed that. Like, you know, like he just did some cool music videos and we have them on the website. Yeah. yeah. Like you did them, but mm-hmm. like it, if you get another video, like you'll do it yeah. like, and mm-hmm. we'll help with, with equipment or whatever. But, but so, yeah, so you shot that. Oh, he, yeah, I don't remember exactly how that conversation went, but I do remember he said, the perfect scenario. I, I think he actually said something along the lines of like, I, I wouldn't unless I could bring Wickham and Valerie. Yeah. But you are already like here. Yeah. So I think we were talking specifically about like projects that were brought in. So like if there was yeah. a project that was brought in through which, the pitch, which spoke volumes through. to his like loyalty at the time. Yeah. And I was like, that's dope. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to like, we'd, we'd had this little thing going and I wasn't going to run off from it. Um, and now, you know, all three of us are there. Yeah. We're actually like getting work and like, we like want you, Mm -hmm. we want him on more jobs, but he's at school and shit. um, (laughs) He's body language. We actually might need you at Houston or whatever. We do. Yeah. That's, that's going to be an all hands on deck. Houston hospitality. It's a video we're doing for uh, Houston brothers. And, um, yeah, we have this other thing we're doing for Mio, which is like a flavored water drink. Mm -hmm. Um, Love Mio. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I squirted it in my mouth at Suicide Boys concert. Really? Yeah, you're well, supposed to dilute it in water, whole, and I just go like, ah. We're doing like five or six fucking. Instagram videos for that. Yeah, them, people though. put Molly in it, too. They call it Molly Mio. Okay. Do you know? Whoa. We probably won't put that. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I think that's actually. Like when I no, I think they're smart. It's interesting. That's no, no. Thing. When I, I, that makes that, sense. They know. When I take yeah. it at shows, people are like, yo, that Molly Mio. And I'm like, yeah. See, this is this is dope. They're, they know what their market is. That's why they fuck with us and our Instagram. Yeah. They like get this edgy thing we're trying to do. Yeah. And they want us to bring that to them. So I think we should actually having you having said that, I think it wouldn't even be a bad idea to like, um, to really make sure that they're, you know, like what, what do they really want? Do they want like, who are they trying to get yeah. like young kids at raves and shit? Uh, just, I guess their, I mean, their, their brief to us was, uh, 25 to, you know, college age, basically that's where they're, they're hitting at. So yeah, I guess in that, in that degree. Um, so yeah, this is basically turned into a just ridge. talking about what's going on. A ridge, <laughs> a ridge people yeah, yeah. have no idea. They're like, what um, the fuck are they talking about? All right. right so just to like, like roll through the rest of this really quickly. Um, yeah, so I, I, uh, a big chunk of my job there is to pitch for other work and also to take time to work on uh, the film when we can and make that into something awesome. Yeah. Um, during that, the next like, biggest project that's coming up, at least for me personally, is uh, I'm directing a short that also came through this company, Tongle, uh, for the Alien 40th anniversary, which Alien is like probably, let's say, number three on my list of all-time films. 
Um, and the other two are just like ones that I think are personal, personally interesting to me. They're not like that. Like nobody would even know. <laughs> I mean, they would know, but like, like my number one film is real genius, which nobody watches that fucking uh, thing. I watched mm-hmm. it. But yeah. Cause you watched it at my house. Cause I put it on. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, and then I watched that yeah. one with, uh, what's with, uh, what's his name? Fucking, uh, hmm. Hank Pym in the Marvel universe. He's like, he gets, a, he's pissed off at traffic and he like, oh yeah, leaves. falling down, falling down is amazing. That's, that's pretty lower on my list. I was Dude. like, feel, like yeah, Noah yeah. always used me these like film recommendations. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like never down because yeah. they just don't seem to. And one day I was like depressed about something and I called him and I was just like, this is your opportunity. I'll watch anything you want me to watch. And he made me watch his movie. And it was actually like pretty falling good. Falling down with Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. We just came across it by random that's yesterday and just like greatest. stopped and watched it for like an hour. But it was just weird how he just turned into like a bad guy at the end. It was a weird yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> But it was dope. It was yeah. a good recommendation. Oh, and then then I watched. You may watch the Edge, or we watched that in class. Yeah, the Edge that was is pretty amazing. good. Yeah, so the first ten good. minutes of the Edge can teach you everything about. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, yeah. And the then whole we watched in its first ten minutes. Well, really? well, perfect. Well, fucking perfect. Yeah, Whoa. like he would pause it and he would show why, and then yeah. and then what was crazy was like we had like a whole lesson about like the first ten minutes of a movie, you know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then I went to go watch this horror movie. I forgot what it was called, but it was with that blind guy in that abandoned neighborhood. Uh, it's like a horror movie. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. And in Don't Breathe, in the first 10 minutes, they literally show every weapon they're going to use, everything that's going to happen in the final act. They show like the last scene in the beginning of the movie, but no one notices. And I was like, whoa. It's so true. Structure is important. So wait, what happens in the first 10? I almost want to like go through this. The the Edge? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. So Like I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I guess spoilers for anyone who's going to watch The Edge who hasn't seen it. Yeah. It's time to have seen 30 years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, there's the watches that show that he's being cheated on. They get shown in the first 10 minutes. There's a whole thing about birds in the first 10. It's there's crazy. The bear gets introduced, like, twice. Or what's that thing um, where the guy holds up a thing? Yes, and he's like, is, what does this mean? So this and then Anthony perfect. Hopkins is like, yeah. oh. Yeah, so it's thematic. It's, there's a perfect oh. theme. He has this paddle, and he's showing how smart. He's like, if you're so smart, Anthony Hopkins, how can you... Can you tell me what's on the other side of this paddle? And one side is a bear. And he goes, the other side, it's a jackrabbit smoking a pipe. And he goes, oh, why is it? Because the jackrabbit isn't afraid of the bear because he's smarter than it. That's the entire film. It's perfect. Wow. It's just it's in the first little bit. Yeah. That's really, I remember that. And you know, when you're watching it, it's like, even if you haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. those things, they do something. And, and if, especially if you're watching it for a second or a third time, yeah. you're like, oh shit, this is like, you, now you really get it. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. I love that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Noah's amazing. He's already gotten, you know, he's already done what nobody really could do before he came, which was like actually get jobs from people other than like our friends, which like (laughs) me and Tim have developed a lot of relationships and it has given us the opportunity to build a company with like a dope resume. And now we have like all this rad work that we can use to submit. And, um, Noah's bringing a certain level of structure, which is cool. And, um, yeah, these people are crazy. Well, most people who is bridge. Uh, madness. You guys are madness. Yeah, but think good. fucking nuts. It's but, good madness. But like think about like I was scared when I like yeah. Seth sent me the your clients. Yeah. But like think about some of the clients we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. They're madness too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I feel like they're better at hiding it though. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm it's like not. it's like you don't think they're mad. They have the madness, but then you get to know them, and it's like, whoa, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. But and yeah, I, I remember when Seth was like, "Hey, you should probably come to this Ridge place for an interview." And he sent me the Instagram, and I looked, and I went on the story, and it was just a post of this like this white dude with a bunch of tats yelling at this <laughs> other guy on a computer, and. All I saw was like a bunch of like white dudes. And I was like, is this guy like a white supremacist or something? (laughs) And I was going to wear like a nice job interview clothes, but I saw that they were like punk rock. So I wore like a suicide boys, like black shirt and like black jeans and like vans. Cause I was like, that's how you get in with these fools. And then I went there and I was like totally different. Oh, that's so funny, man. I was like, I was like intimidated by you. Like I thought you were like a scary person. I was like, this guy looks scary. <laughs> I had someone I had someone hit me up on Instagram today. He's like, You're a legend. Can I, are you hiring? Sometimes I forget like what if you don't know us or me, like how the that would how the perception You're intimidating as fuck. That's yeah, what I remember. You know, yeah, and, and But Noah, like you're not. Right. Now, now that I know you. you yeah, know? and I'm actually like Noah was talking to me the other day about how like, you know, there's a certain, you know, I guess you were saying something like I command a certain, which I don't. You have, you have a magnanimous personality. That's like the best way I can put that, which is like, like, fuck, what's the best explanation? Like, oh, um, in Generation Kill, they explain magnanimous as lofty and king-like. Very, <laughs> very much that, where it just draw in attention and, and, and it's just so crazy because like I really try to be. The first time I realized that he like the Pat wasn't that was when, uh, when there was like um, we had like something go down in the office, and I felt very like, um, oh yeah, you know. Like, I mean, really, well, 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 why don't you just say what it was? Well, I don't want to yeah, like make shit. You don't need to like say. Bad. You don't need to like say who it was. I mean, it was it was a race thing that was. Yeah, happening. it was just like a racist joker here to there, yeah, and made yeah. me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then uh, I just like put it all out there. Like we got everyone on the phone. Like yeah. we like got so that we could all understand what was really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then like he wanted me to come on a shoot where they had the Phantom and they were like gonna break it and I like didn't show up and I was like, oh yeah and you were like really like hurt by that you, you then, remember like, the TV smash yeah, yeah. and then we use um, it all the time it's like the sickest shit we ever shot <laughs> I didn't even shoot it it's like because we had a Phantom that day um but uh yeah and then I then I then I was like maybe I should just call this guy that's so and you then, guys these guys these <laughs> kids are so. You and fucking and and, 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 and and fucking sus and Seth and you guys are so like sensitive and it's like sometimes you just gotta like I mean not sometimes you always need to like get clarity from the person, right? Yeah, like you can't but just I'm like, like I'm like young and I like don't know how things work. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is like I was trying to say that yeah, better, you know, but like no, I don't but know. no, it's true though. I feel like that's part of like what also I need to do and I need to recognize my role and my, like what you said to me about the other day, like it makes me realize like, Oh yeah. Like I do have this energy and I need to like know that because I'll go around not even like realizing that and wonder why people are being affected more harsh, more than they should be. And it's because that's what I 
that's the that's that thing I do. Well, you got that, yeah. that other thing where you 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 don't like to be like say like you're the boss, but you are. I mean, this is it's got your names on the company, and you're there, you know, pushing projects around and making them work. So people, when your your voice carries more, even just like personal weight mm-hmm. than it does uh, than you think it does, I think. Well, yeah. Well, real quick, just to finish that about Pat was so like, I guess another reason is because usually when I bring, I feel like in my experience, when I bring situations of like race and that up in like a large group of like a white the community, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. they kind of like hammer it down and like, oh, it's just locker room talk. Like, kind well, of that's exactly, what Tim was saying. Yeah. Remember? Like kind of exactly how he reacted was I thought everyone was going to react, uh-huh. which is like the worst way to react. And, uh, but he's like, he's understanding now and all that. Um, but, uh, but then you were like, no, not at all. Then you were saying how like your family's like Mexican. You were like, I don't want this company to feel, I don't want it to be that. And I don't want you to feel that way. And you were like, so like empathetic and Mm. like caring. It was like the, I was like literally like, it was insane in a way. Like I couldn't comprehend that this was happening that's cool like there was so much like love in your voice over the phone Mm. i was like whoa oh you mean like when we i was driving home and i called you yeah because look you called me actually i didn't ever got the balls to call you yeah i was like something's off and then and then i told you and then like you it was crazy i didn't think you'd react that way it was like the most like high level i don't know and then yeah, that, even though like deep down inside, I'm thinking like, dude is just super sensitive and like, but I'm like talking to you, like your feelings are, they matter and you feel a certain way based on your experience. And yeah. like, yeah, like Carlos is Mexican, Charlie and his sons are Mexican He's illegal. Taylor's half black. <laughs> no, like literally. Taylor's half black. My sister, yeah. who we love and I mean, we don't even, Nate is, you know, yeah. basically a part of my family now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just like, there's like, we're so not racist that we like joke about things that are like as if we were Sri Lankan. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm just saying that that, 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 that was like, but I was also like, yeah, appreciating where you were coming from and, 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 and we wanted to, the bottom line is, is that we got on a call with everyone and I we remember, had a ridge meeting. I remember like and Mike, Tim and Mike were on the FaceTime and they were kind of like, like minimizing it. And then like, I turned over to like, and it was like Connor and then and, and then, Rudy and no no Sizer 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 and Rudy like had my back so hard, hard. It was so dope. and they were like fucking like me up I was like oh shit like this is a thing like not that I didn't think it was but they were like and helping me see a different perspective of it that was like even more so well and then and then what was really cool was that on the way to Nasi we were it was I was in the car with Tim and Pat. And then Tim was like, he was kind of like, it's just locker room talking to me anything. And I was saying that like, sometimes when you're like a minority in like a group of white people, you have to kind of go with it to avoid mm, friction. Mm-hmm. And I said, I guarantee if you called Nate right now, he'd tell you the same thing. Right. And then we called Nate and he said, yeah, he was like, honestly, bro. Yeah. But then, <laughs> and, uh, yeah but, and then, and then yeah. I was, and then I told him what 
pissed me off the racist comment. I was like, do you think I would like, do you think that was okay for him to say? And Nate was like, and it was like, if I, if I heard that fool say that, I'd smack him right in the well, fucking face so, right there. So here's, and, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what were you saying? Well, that's the thing though, is like, then at the same time, Nate, me and Nate use the word and we go. Yeah, no, totally. Nate will be like, you know. You yeah, know. but the, the bot, but Nate understood where I was coming from. Totally. But like, that's the other thing is you guys don't realize that like Nate and like Troy and like my friends, like you guys work here, but like over time, like you'll realize that we don't, you really, ah, like you said, there's a certain weight cause I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But like, that's not, that doesn't exist. That doesn't need to exist. Like with everyone, like, like you should see Nate. He's like my friend. Sure. And Troy. And like. But neither of them are in the office every single day. Oh, but they were. They were. Yeah. And they could. Troy might be. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but 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 also like Salty will like talk shit. But sure. I guess he's kind of. Salty. I just want to encourage everyone to just be um, whatever. So um, you're really into comics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. You've read comics. Yeah, back in the back, like at the during college, I had the about a hundred and twenty dollar week habit. Whoa, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, because I, I, that's one thing I I love about Noah is he doesn't drink, he doesn't use, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't. I don't even know, like, you just seem like so. I don't know how anyone could go a day without, you know, doing something. But you're like writing or yeah, it's all that's that's the stuff. Movies and. Comic. So, what are some of your favorite comics? Uh, I guess it depends on when you're when you're talking about. Like, <laughs> there's so there's like. Uh, well, you have a, a blot, a ink blot. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got Rorschach on my leg. Yeah. Um, that R- was ink blot. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, from from Watchmen. Yeah, and that was one where like the the day after I got it, they announced the film, and I was kind of pissed that I got it. You know, you know they're doing an HBO series now. Yeah, I do. But I mean, that they, could they be. said it's going to be outside of the continuity or something. I don't know. It's Dude, be something that really excites me. Yeah. Okay. I'm stoked because that seems like the kind of thing you can't really do in a movie. No. I mean, that world's really, really big, but, um, I don't know. It depends on where you fall on like authorial intent. Cause like if you were to like talk to the fellow that created this stuff, he would say, leave my stuff alone. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, the fella, the fella. Well, no, because like that? it's Alan Moore, but like if he gets all his stuff that gets reprinted now, now it says like the author because he doesn't even want his name on it. Whoa, <laughs> are you kidding me? No, that's what he does. He did that. With, I really uh, like Man. the Rorschach guy. Yeah. The, that's what he did with what Mir- Mir- Miracle Man when they re-released Miracle Man, which is like um, think of it as like Watchmen before Watchmen. It's like this deconstruction of superheroes, specifically like the Superman type. This is was cool, it was Monica. it the old was it the old generation no, of Watchmen? You know Watchmen? Is that what the Miracle Man is? No, no, no it's before like their parents. Not, no, no, it's not Monica? connected to there. It's like uh, think of it oh, as we're like, using your laptop because um, I forgot mine. Uh, here, here, you want you want to use this? Um, yeah, Watchmen is really cool because it's like the the fucked up superheroes or like it comes from an era in like the the 80s where like if that idea of like deconstructing what superheroes are is like let's what not? um we're deconstructing superheroes was a big thing we're like mm. taking them from their sort of square jawed roots is uh it was new a new idea and then it got like overran in the 90s where comics became all about 
blood and punching people like, mm. really hard. Well, it like humani- so, it like humanizes them. Like, yeah, yeah. Two they're like real. Like, they're like real people after they take off the mask. Yeah, there's. I mean, I have this thing, and then they um, deal with like rape and like murder and like power and drugs. Yeah, it's crazy. But there's this there's this thing. I think it happens in like all um, all types of media where something's successful, and then the things that make that thing successful are um, taken out of context and reused to try to capture that same sort of thing. So, like the the good example of that would be that. Um, you've got Watchmen and Dark Knight and all this stuff from like the uh, the 80s period of like the I think, like, sort of Bronze Ages of comics. Um, and then they people looked at that and went, oh, these were really popular because they had people being raped. They had mm. vi- uber violence and when people didn't see it. So then they just take those pieces and remake it. And then you get an entire generation of comics that are just uh, tough to follow and tough to read. Uh, because of that. because they're just using the things that they thought worked in the eighties. Yeah, they're like using rape. they're using like the surface level stuff and not going into what really made that useful and interesting. Hmm. Um, and then you can't just do the same thing over and over again. Even if they did the same exact thing, and did it. So right. you're basically just saying a bunch of people are copying. Yeah, and it Watchmen. happens over and over again. Yeah, right. Like like in the same way that like, but sometimes you do a good copy. Like maybe I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Which is <laughs> like already hitting, already hitting a thing. Like I like Guardians as a movie. I just hate what it did to the comics. because uh, the the Guardians comic that came out uh, before the movie was amazing. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that like they made a comic that sort of is based on other comics, right? Or yeah, no? Guardians is is like a long story that goes way back. But they did a, like um they did this thing where they. Uh, Marvel took all their cosmic characters and pushed them off to the side and said, do your own thing. And like Abnett and yeah. Lanning made their own. Well, what's crazy is Kevin Feige wants all of phase four and on to be the cosmic Marvel universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Captain Marvel is going to be like the kind of the introduction sure. and the, uh, what are they called? The things that turn into other people, the Kree? No, the scrolls, the scrolls are yeah. in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn was originally supposed to be ahead of the whole cosmic universe, but he's fired now. Hold hold on a second. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Okay, so after Infinity War, which I'm pretty sure Captain America dies because Chris Evans just said goodbye to the character on Twitter today. Infinity Ward. Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars? War. War. The second one, after part two. But it's called Infinity Ward. No, it's no. not. Infinity War? What? No. Infinity War. War. No, you're just wrong. The right one now. we just watched. Yeah. Infinity War. There's no D. With Chrono, uh, Chronos. Thanos. Thanos. I'm thinking of... Uh, God of War. I'm thinking yeah, of... Yeah, you're thinking of God of War. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm literally like, thinking That's Kratos. Really, that's Kratos. Really no. obscure DC character, Kronos. <laughs> did What's have a really good on? 90s comic. No, I'm thinking of uh, Khan. Genghis oh, Khan. Genghis Khan? You I'm, mixing, <laughs> I'm mixing Genghis Khan and Thanos because actually that's crazy because hmm. Genghis Khan is probably the closest character the Thanos in the real to world. ever exist. Well, because Joe Rogan's talking about this Dan thing with, with he's talking about this hardcore history where like uh, the um, Genghis Khan one is really dope and I just bought it today. I'm listening to it. So, so you're saying that but, so, so after Infinity, Infinity War, there's a cosmic... There's, they're going to focus on the cosmic universe, which is like way... like There's, there's Adam Warlock that they mm-hmm. tease in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. There's, um, so they're moving on from like... Earth. 
You're right. But like we've already, but are we going to still see, well, these dudes are getting kind of old now. Like, like Robert Downey, Ro- Robert Downey Jr. Still has a few movies in his contract. So I don't think he's going to have solos. He's just going to be kind of be in it. Like Spider-Man homecoming right. and kind of just help pass the baton. Uh-huh. But like, wow, this is interesting. And, um, so but, but Captain Brie Larson from room or is it, it's room, not yeah. the room. Or it's not the room. <laughs> From Room, Oscar nominated. She's playing Captain Marvel, uh, who is like, dare I say, the Superman of the Marvel universe yeah, in a no. way. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay, that's like a really, <laughs> really, be, that's like a like, really, um, really dumbed down version. But like, yeah. that's the thing is it. we're not. We're, yeah, th- yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, what are you talking about? Because like a lot of the people listening aren't like that. they don't yeah. really know a lot about this comic world, mm-hmm. which is. I think it's cool to like just to talk about like it like yeah on a um yeah but wait this is a girl yeah mm-hmm. though the the original Captain is Marvel it, was a guy yeah and then there was who was she uh, has the an alien. weirdest origin story yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of weird abducted by aliens and she's she's a, half alien species yeah, half human but it's a it's and then a, lost a, like her powers to Rogue and her mind and it, it, it's you all haven't seen the you comic see? book tie-in but it's it. a woman. Yeah, here I'll show you the trailer. The the, the equivalent to like what? the most pop. I mean, she's the it's, most popular. I mean, it's the Marvel it's, universe. It's going to be that popular. She's oh. great in the comics. She's just not like a it's, big time. Seller. It's going to the reason that movie's going to be big is going to it's going to have the Black Panther effect of like finally a whole black cast. It's going to mm-hmm. be a woman lead in her own solo movie, which Marvel hasn't done yet. And it's going to have the same effect. Like all the sure. girls are going to go insane over it. But Captain Marvel is. I mean, he named her after his company what? no actually it's kind of well sort of it's, i mean you would isn't think it marvell yeah well his name was mar yeah um you would uh, think that <laughs> veronica is just walking around burning incense or wood wood what she's probably shit. yeah yeah she's um do you want to join in or you want your computer I love you. Okay, good. Because I thought maybe you were so sad that you didn't love me anymore. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Wait, I, I literally up. have that thought sometimes. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to let someone be. I know. I sad. just want to like get in there and fix it. Yeah. So I feel better. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> lucky. She's, you know, she's not usually like this. This is usually I'm. I'm usually the one that's that's sulking and contemplating suicide you can hold it up to Mike wait what is this it's a Captain Marvel trailer blockbuster oh, okay. video it takes place in the 90s whoa there's already a trailer and Nick Fury's in it he's younger this is before all the Avengers movies oh I love her have you seen this Noah Oh, yeah. Oh, you have seen this. So you still have hope. I mean, when a comic book movie comes out, especially like this one, this is not... Are you like, okay, this this could be cool? I mean, I'm, I'm slightly burnt on superhero movies at all. Like just in general, but just because the there's so many, there's so of them. many of them. But that's that's not like the the biggest reason. My biggest thing is is really has nothing to do with the quality of the film. 
it's what it does to the comics, which I love. Is that yeah. Oh, is it because they changed the comics to yes. be more in line with the yeah, films? Yeah, yeah. So the, the example I was using before was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Guardians comic, which was like completely created out of thin air by, the, by, by Abnett and Lanning. And it was amazing. It was this great new take on the idea of like Cosmic Marvel and what they were doing. And like uh, Star-Lord was this washed out superhero who had been like down to the dumps then decided to come back and remake himself. Very, very different than what's in the, the movie. Mm. Um, Drax is a very, very different character. Um, Groot and Rocket are similar, but they're anyway. So what happens is they they make this movie, and it's a great fucking movie. Right, it's a great movie. I'm not even gonna. Like, it it yeah. is it's, right. The first one is the best of the Marvel films, in my opinion. Yeah, it's me the too. Most original and entertaining. It's so thing. cool, and it's its own thing, which I really like. That it's its own separate. It thing. really is, and it's even separate from the comics in its own way, where it's like oh, we've created this new world, just sort of vaguely based on this, but it's a new medium, and we want that to live on its own. Yeah, and then. Disney and whoever the hell looks at it and goes, great, people know these characters. We better change the ones that helped get this to where it is to fit that. So they're and changing the they comics. Yeah. all those characters to fit, to make them look like the movie ones. And then you just oh, get your actual, oh, versions I get, yeah. of the film characters. Okay, and, so I didn't understand what you meant. Which is like, like why so, would you do that? Because it's like art imitates art. Is like you, Now you're imitating the thing that yeah. was imitating, imitating the original thing. Now yeah. it's like a copy of a copy. Yeah. And you're like, why don't you just keep it original? Yeah, and give you another example. Like, um, Civil War came out, the, the movie yeah, Civil War. And they had and the, they made Civil War II yeah. in the comics, and they made all these characters act in ways they'd never acted yeah. to make them fight mm-hmm. one another. I remember that. Just that they had a comic that said Civil War on it. So While the movie it was coming out. At the same time out. the movie came out. And you're mm-hmm. like, ah, just go back to doing what you were doing that was good. Do you believe in God? Not, not totally. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. Do you have any kind of understanding of any higher power? Do I understand? Like, do, do you, I know do what you the... have any kind of a relationship or understanding or connection to any power other than yourself? Like a, like a force or like a spirit or like, I don't, I don't like I, 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 I karmic law. Yeah, I don't it, know, it feels like, like, I mean, I have, I have a general sense of like, I need to treat people right because yeah. I want to be treated right. And I'm not going to treat people different than the way I would want to be treated. Why? Myself. Because that's the most natural way to act. Mm. That's the way to make sure that you have a good world. And I want a good world. You know what? Um, ha- I'm, I'm curious to where to you got to. Well, I'm about to tie yeah, it in. Okay. Tie it in. Because I'm gonna, cause Quincy Jones said, if you bring money, God leaves. Mm-hmm. And I think God is a source of all inspiration. But God and inspiration and creativity and like... It's not like when I use that word, I don't mean it like the way you think I mean it. I mean it like whatever's making you do that right thing, whatever's motivating you to do the thing that you believe is true and honest in in that form of art. Mm -hmm. Like when they made that fucking character, they weren't thinking about money. No, uh, no, definitely not. This dude was thinking about his truth, whatever it was. He wasn't. DC was. That's that's the problem. The whole, whole thing about it. Is that DC bought Charleston as a comic company that had? Uh, it, I Beetle. thought Watchmen wasn't DC. Watchmen's it's Vertigo, but which is own is an imprint of DC. So uh. DC bought. Um, I know this is totally off from what you're saying, but now I feel like I should just finish it. Yeah. Um, DC bought Charleston, which had uh, a bunch of heroes that people knew. Um, it had uh, Captain Atom, um, <laughs> Nightshade. Uh, Blue Beetle, a oh. couple others. Anyway, so bought, oh, Blue Beetle yeah. wasn't originally no, DC. No, no, it was on most of the characters. Aren't. Like Captain Marvel, that's in DC, which is now called Shazam. Yeah. he was a different company. It was um, mm. like Wiz, I think, or something like that. Anyway, um, so they bought these characters, and they're like, "How are we gonna? What are we gonna do with them?" And they gave them to Alan Moore, and he wrote this thing, which was like 
turning them into basically Watchmen. Um, and they went, you can't, you can't do that. We need to use these characters. Like, but it's a good story, so we'll give you your own over here. All these characters are kind of vaguely... Um, I mean... So anyway, there, there is money involved, but his creation, probably not. Knowing what I know about Alan Moore, like almost no way was he influenced by cash. He was influenced by like, I want to make some really weird shit. I'm just saying, what, what, what I'm basically saying is that as soon as the movie comes out and they yeah. make billions, they go, okay, we need to make more. Yes. And they fuck the shit up. And that's just the fucking what happens is money. As soon as money gets introduced, it's like very hard. And I know this, mm-hmm. like I, I know this from just watching Rage Against the Machine and Metallica. I've known this from watching filmmakers that I love fall. I've, I just, and personal experience too. Like mm-hmm. as soon as we got the record deal, it just became very difficult to follow that like pure inspiration that was like motivated only by like your truth mm-hmm. and like things that you love. And it was like, and people fucking love that shit and they gravitate towards it. And it's just like, that's how you create like cult classics and shit. But like the money and that the reason that I bring up the God thing is cause you, and it's really cool that he just said that because like I was with Victoria and Jason the other night mm-hmm. and she was saying that humans are the only species that like doesn't follow like the rules of nature. Like if you drop a rock, it's going to like a plant does what it does. A dog, like, Every animal just they just do what they do. They're they're not gonna like choose to like steal or be like bad or like conniving or manipulative. Like sure. they're just surviving and they're doing they're like following a certain rules like that are basically like the rule like laws of nature. But humans mm. like we will like deviate from like what you said, which was the like you're talking yeah. about the way we're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that 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 because like because I think that everyone's going to act that way. They're not. It's just, no, but I, I got to no, but what, what what she was saying, and they happen to be super religious, mm-hmm. is that they're saying what she's saying is that like they're like you know um, Christians, mm-hmm. and they think or what she was saying was that that is a guideline. Those are the rules. Mm-hmm. Be good. Yeah serve others, love, humility, the shit we talk about, like the principles, like those are the rules. We needed to write them down in this book so you'd fucking follow them because you're so fucking stupid and greedy that you're not going to follow them. I, I would, I mean, not to get this into like a, a whatever type of podcast, but I would, I would say they came to that decision on their own and the book had almost nothing to do with it. They just used that book to find it. Because you could find anything. Oh, no. 100%. Yeah. No, that's, what, that's fine. I'm, I'm saying just... that the goodness that they found in that is because they're good people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. But um, I don't necessarily... I don't really... Also, I don't think the animal kingdom is very like ethical. No. It's you know, like there's, there's, yeah, a lot they, of, they, there's a lot of murder yeah, but that's and not, alpha males. That's not like bad, though. Yeah, and ethics is a human invention. Yeah, you, yeah, you, I know, but it doesn't. It, 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 but I feel like you're kind of portraying like animals to be this like peaceful. Like the animal no, no, kingdom is no, no, no. a violent place. So is everything. Violence isn't wrong. Violence is a part of the the circle of life. Mm. Humans made it wrong when they wanted to like kill people in 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 
like a lot of people at once yeah, to like gain animals, some kind of power. Animals like animal, don't commit genocide. No, okay, they don't. I get what you're saying. They're not like like bad or like manipulative or like they're not choosing. They're just do. They're literally following. Like they're taking care of their family. They're like surviving. They're not like greedy. They're, like their instincts, like like our instincts, are crazy. Yeah. Like especially because we're alcoholics. Yeah. But like animals' instincts are just they're just instincts. Mm-hmm. They just use them for what God intended or whatever. They use their instincts for what they're meant to be used for. We take our instincts for sex, survival, um, and we go crazy with them. We abuse them. A lot of people do. Um, but yeah, like I like how you said that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but like it's does it don't you find it sometimes hard to do that oh sure but life's hard right like that's just a thing that's just but like hard. how do you well wait well one second back to the animal thing i also feel like everything that's great about humans is what animals don't have i think you you're mistaken I mean? and i feel like everything Adam. everything that's bad about <laughs> humans is what animals have like like uh, uh, the animals can't make like Beethoven symphony or, you know, paint the Mona right. Lisa and everything that's bad about humanity, like Harvey Weinstein or like any of that shit is animal, is animal instincts gone. Like animal instincts don't have a place in human society. anymore. Well, I think that's, what's so cool about humans is we have the, the extremes on both ends. And because we're capable of such great, awesome, artistic, amazing things and like beautiful things, we're also equally capable of horrifying things, right? Yeah, but I think those horrifying things are like based on what we inherited from animals. Like animals are hierarchical and like taken power, taken too far, alpha males, and like there's all this shit, right? But but I think I think that I actually see that statement as like completely backwards. Well, maybe you're saying we took those instincts too far. No, I think they're, they're, those instincts are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Like, that's why, you know, like, that's why, like, marriage, like, is so hard is because we have these animal instincts to, to have to produce with as many females as possible because that's what animals do to, you know, have their genetics passed on. By de- like, you know what I mean? And, like, all the things that make life hard are animal instincts left over. Um, yeah, like the laws of nature. Yeah. Right. Like those, like, like nature follows a certain set of laws and like, they can't really deviate from them. And I I think the moment that humans stop, like there was a moment where like we became self-aware and that's when everything went crazy and like, we're, we're aware of it. And that therefore we have to consciously follow a certain set of rules, which is why religion was created for people that are too fucking stupid like me and you to just like inherently follow those rules. Yeah. But I feel like all the rules we have are against the animal, like, like the animal kingdom. Like if you're stronger, if I'm a stronger, a lion than you and you have a bunch of shit, I'm going to steal it from you. Oh, you're saying if you're a lion. Yeah. Like my, I'm genetically, my stronger lion genetics are supposed to destroy yours so I can steal your shit and have stronger lion babies. Yeah, but lions don't like have a bunch of shit. 
They don't. They don't. They'll steal your bitch, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's who's to say that's not that's not okay. Well, I feel like everything negative about men is that. Um, I think, like what, like 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 sexual reproduction and like and like trying to yeah. Like remember, remember we were talking about like all about on the last podcast we were talking about like the root of all human issues or like wanting power, money, and all that is rooted in the sex drive. Mm-hmm. That that sex drive is completely like an animal. It's an outdated animal instinct. So this this theory came from this book that, that he read, and I don't, I'm probably like misquoting it. It's something, it has something to do with like the laws of... No, I, I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, and I, I, I don't really know exactly. It made sense to me that like humans have a certain code, have a certain... Like these are the rules which you should follow, and if you follow these rules, you will be happy, and like you will be contributing to the overall goodness of society, and like you'll be a part of right. Like we can all agree that like there's a certain way to live, mm-hmm. right? And like people that aren't that are being selfish or lying or cheating, or, yeah. that's like disrupting the the thing. Yeah, and it's like that. Those are the rules. Like I just like that he said. Like I feel like there's a certain I don't know. How did you say it? I don't even remember at this point. I just think it's it's just the right way to act so that... But why act right? Why not just do what's easy and cut corners and steal? Because and... I don't want other people to cut corners with me. Mm. That's I wouldn't want to do that. I don't want to do it to someone else. So you just inherently do to others what you would want done unto yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the, the, the golden rule, which is in Christianity and Buddhism, and it's in all this sort of stuff. Yeah, but so what? Why follow it if you don't believe in that shit? Because it doesn't mean... Just because I don't believe in like the, the overall religious thing doesn't mean that I, the, the things within it aren't useful. Yeah. Um, it's, and it doesn't even mean that those things even originated with that. Just because something's a good idea doesn't mean it, and it was written in that. doesn't mean that religion didn't go, oh, I like that idea too. Let's, let's, that's ours. So, so you're doing it purely for selfish reasons? It's a mixture. It's, it's like selfish so it, and it's also like I know how that would feel if I did that to you because it's been done to me and so I'm not going to do that to you. And you don't want to inflict pain on yeah, other people. Yeah, that's an empathetic reason. So I think there's a, fan, a fine line between empathetic and selfish because I don't want to feel bad about harming you either. Yeah. So. Well, like Immanuel Kant has this, uh, this thing called the social contract mm-hmm. where he's talking about like there was this point in time where we were all like cavemen, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much like animals. I'm going to steal your shit because I can. Yeah. Um, you're going to steal his, his wife or whatever because you can. All this happen, right? Mm. But then after that point happened where all of a sudden you became self-aware and developed consciousness, there was a moment where it was like, wait, this is kind of crazy. We're all just in it for ourselves. This is all an individualistic like ah! this is we're doing way too much work on all of our ends. What if you and I decided, all right, I'll watch your back if you watch mine. Mm-hmm. I won't fuck you over if you don't fuck me over. And together we'll protect these resources and work towards better mm-hmm. society. And that's how, that was like the birth of like ethics. Was that the realization that forming like a tribe and a community of people you could trust and like support each other was more beneficial than being alone. 
And that only becomes a problem once you reach another out group. So you have in groups and out groups. So you have an in group that's all together in one. Yeah, and then there's then there's one, tribes. And now you that, just have two groups. Yeah, doing that against the, each and other then and the then same version two people were. Yeah, yeah. and then you got to go to the next level yeah. and make everyone one tribe. And so and then and, and, whole thing. and then yeah. everyone signed the social contract of I'm helping. Like then Korea would sign it with us. Everyone would understand, and that would be the highest achievement of ethics. But I mean, it's 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 if you just operate from like you know a place of love and service and humility and the shit that we taught like the shit that's in the fucking the 12 steps and in the bible oh, yeah. and in I, buddhism if no. you just operate individual if each individual operates with a certain code of like i don't know ethics morality or certain principles then it's we're all good Absolutely. So it's really hard though. Cause it, uh, as soon as you start getting into like a debate or an argument, like ego like pops its head up mm-hmm. and there and ego's like, Hey, well th- that goes back. You need to, to show that you're worth something here. That goes back to like why I don't like the argue. Like I think that everything about animals is the worst part in us is like, like when my grand sponsor, we, t- we talk about like fear when we do the fear inventories. Right. And it's like, Oh, I'm afraid of this, but it's like something like, Oh, I'm afraid of, losing my job or I'm afraid of uh, my wife leaving me or I'm afraid of this, right? In Alcoholics, in the book, we call it instincts gone awry, which is like these instincts that helped us for years of like, I would be in an ocean whatever thousand years ago and there's a shark there and then I have the instinct of fear to just fucking run, adrenaline, like whatever it needed to get me out of the ocean, out of the shark, right? But we're never in a situation where we're in an ocean, well, not often, where there's like a bear trying to attack us or something trying to kill us anymore. And that instinct is not needed anymore, but we still have it. And that's where things like fear and ego come from is, is like the residual leftovers. I'd say you'd still need it to some degree. Yeah. It's just, yeah. we're just not afraid. Of no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah, talking yeah, about sure. normal people. I'm talking about oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah. like, 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 like alcoholics. We take it to, we, ours are underdeveloped. And just so you know, this sort of is what the podcast is about. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you, but I actually want to know what it is about that character mm. that you liked. Um, it's the same thing. Like my favorite characters, the people who's like their greatest strengths are also their greatest weaknesses. Cause I think that kind of what we're talking about yeah. on some level ties into like mm-hmm. the characters that we identify with in yeah. movies and comics. So I, I wouldn't say like I identify with, with, right. with Rorschach cause right. he's a fucking madman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he's I'm not sure. a hero. Um, in like any way or form, he's but kind he's, of a psychopath. He's a completely a psychopath. He's, he's, he's afraid of dealing me. with deep trauma from having seen a child get her head chopped open. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. he found it in the oven or yeah, some it's a whole, shit. It's a whole thing, um, and it's it's like what that type of life would do to you, and how mm. much it would mess you up if you really saw like the right. Like what would it really be yeah. like? And he was already really messed up before that, and then like that's a thing. Anyway, um, but like characters who are there's two types of characters I really like, and he's both. One is characters whose greatest strengths are also their greatest weaknesses and characters who are like devoted to a concept to like a, almost a psychotic degree. And, um, and, and you don't see, you don't think that you're, that you identify with that? Not, not like in, not in the, um, <laughs> well, um, not that I'm just getting, I'm getting a, uh, you're heading somewhere with that. Um, no, 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 no but like pers- personally, I don't think that like, like, um, I don't, I don't think I'm like 
as far as the ones that I like. Right. Um, but they're always going to be. But I think I identify with most characters in, in comics. It depends on, like, if, if something's well-written, you're going to identify with that character right. to some degree. It's right. Like, like, so who's, like, the most? I mean, I, I, I definitely can see where my, especially in the past couple weeks, yeah. me and Noah have been diving into some pretty fucking, we have some pretty deep talks. Mm. He's very structured. I'm very chaotic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think if we can find a middle ground, we can do awesome shit together. And I think that some, like my greatest strengths in, in this sort of like psychotic, um, inspired moments that I have Mm -hmm. at like random times and like my ability to like attract people or whatever also can be my greatest weaknesses. Sure, they're the things that put you in conflict with other people. Right, so like, I love that. I can identify with that. Yeah. Obviously not to the psychotic level. No, you're not doing it to the, I mean, there's a point, it's fiction. Fiction but, but, is but, like pushed to, not just fiction, but like fiction and then comic books. Like fiction pushes things to like 10 and then comic books pushes things to like 20. It just magnifies it to make it interesting. And it's like totally like, um, yeah, it's... it's um, Who's the character super... you relate to the most? In, in comic books. Comic books? Yeah. That's tough. That's I, tough I figured one. mine out recently. Yeah. It's Spider-Man. Because mm. he's like a kid. Like when I was playing the game, they do a really good job of establishing Peter Parker mm. as like this like, he's like 23, like he's like out of college and he's like learning how to like have a job mm-hmm. and like a girlfriend and well, like yeah, for sure. time for family. But then like, he's like always like late to shit mm. and he's always like disappointing everyone. But yep. he like, he's like, Yep. But, but like people see that he's like capable of doing better, mm. you know wow. what I mean. But he just can't quite get there because he's like doing so much. Sure, I mean the hero you know with I mean? like re- like real world responsibilities has always been uh, Spider Man specifically in Marvel in general's like thing. Mm. Like that's that was their like thing, for especially for kids, especially for kids, yeah. teenagers. So like you would you would you would read like um, back back in ye day you'd read uh back in ye day back in ye day uh you would read uh batman and it would be written for like a 10 year old and they would be like oh robin and i could identify with robin and mm-hmm. that's my thing and then you'd grow up and go that's for babies and you would read spider-man and it would be like oh i get that i got a guy who's got to get to class on time yeah and he's got a, he's got a pizza delivery job and he's got to work another job on the side yeah. and he's trying you know and he's got a and, girlfriend and that then, he can't deal with and, and there's like, like this part in the game which is my favorite part where he's like in the spider-man costume and him and mary jane like they're like not together they broke up and he's like texting her and she's like well you said this and he's like fucking spider-man mm-hmm. and he, this is what fucks him up the most is this angry text exchange and it was like so real in the game mm-hmm. i was like whoa like he's like fighting crime yeah and his girlfriend problems are the worst thing mm-hmm. and uh I, I heard this thing that's kind of echoes what you were saying about how they said dc or at least the cinematic universe is gods trying to be men yeah. and Marvel is men trying to be gods. Mm. It's, and that's why Marvel is more relatable. Yeah, I guess maybe the, the cinematic, I mean, DC's cinematic universe doesn't make any damn sense yet. So, Well, I mean, if you just take like Aquaman, the king yeah. of Atlantis, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, the king but of Earth place, Superman, like fucking Superman, and you take, and then, but then you take like Iron Man, who's just this yeah, guy yeah, who's yeah. really smart, mm-hmm. and you take Captain America, who's just this guy who gets his thing in him, yeah. and you take Hulk, who's this guy who does the wrong experiment. Like, sure. it kind of makes sense. Yeah, nice. you're, you, I don't think you're talking about the cinematic. You're talking about like the actual comics. I don't know enough about the comics to make a it statement. Is, I mean, like it is that. that is one of the the differentiating things. Uh-huh. But then I think if you get down to like like specific characters, it changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just just kind of what what it is. But they always have been portrayed that way when they did their 
they've like they've done multiple crossovers, but they did one recent, like not recently, but like fuck, I want to say it's like ten years ago at this point, where it was uh, Avengers um, JLA, and like their big contention was the fact that um, the DC heroes thought Marvel heroes didn't do enough to like impact their world, and the Marvel heroes thought the DC heroes were too godlike and too whoa. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember once Quentin saying his favorite superheroes is Superman because he's the only one that's not trying to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. He is a superhero trying to be a man. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, actually, that's. I actually take that the opposite way with that character. Really? Yeah, the reason why people, like, why would you ever take a swing at Superman? But people keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, why would you ever do that? And that's because Superman's Clark Kent, he is just the guy. Mm. He puts on that suit, but he really is Clark Kent. But he, but and he was born with the he suit. was born with the superpowers and all that shit. Sure, he's raised but on a he farm. He was raised on a and... farm. He's a nice, normal guy, and people sense that from him because that's what his character is. And so they will take a swing at him because it's just a farm boy. Well, what's interesting and about Batman the is the other way yeah. is that Bruce Wayne is, is the, the mask. mask. Yeah. This playboy, like, million, I don't give a fuck attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. When he puts on the mask, this fucked up vigilante okay, who wears is, a bat suit. Everyone is scared that's of Batman. the real guy. Yeah. Okay. But, Bruce but, Wade but is the mask. That blew my mind. It's no. attitude that defines them. Yeah, but this is so crazy, right? Because, mm-hmm. because deep, deep down inside, mm-hmm. he is Superman. He has those powers. Yeah. And although he grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and he knows how to be a human, he actually is more connected to being human than anything yes. else. Yeah. Although he, he, he knows that more than anything, he can't change like who he really is. Yeah. Which is, is a farm boy. Wh- no, nice which guy. is which is a guy who I'm can talking fly. About Red, Red Sun Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, no, like th- th- for me, this has so much. This draws so many parallels to like who we are as people mm-hmm. because like we put on masks and then like to, so the world will perceive us a certain way, mm-hmm. but like, and then that's like what we really are. But really we have all this other shit going on underneath that mm-hmm. like comes out at times Yeah, that like is either, in our DNA or in our genes or like we became a certain, like they say, once you become five or six, you're basically like 70 or 80% who you are going to be for the rest of your life. I think I heard it's like 23 when your brain solidifies and that's kind of like, that's, oh, that's fuck. almost always it. Yeah. But, like but, 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 but you can still change things. It's just so fucking hard. It's so, I know <sighs> from personal experience that it's very hard, but six, mm-hmm. it's like 70 Mm-hmm. And that other 20 happens from like six to 20. But the first six years are the most formidable years. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to draw the, 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 the parallel to like, you're born Superman mm-hmm. and then you learn how to be a well, man. Okay. So now it depends on which one you're talking about. And then you're like, you have to be Superman sometimes, mm-hmm. but really you've been taught to be this other man. It's yeah. like, it's it's a trip. Well, well, this is kind of like a side note, but I Superman's always been my least favorite superhero because I feel like they wrote like Max Landis has that video mm-hmm. where he just deconstructs like why Superman's like the worst superhero because it wasn't he was like the first one mm-hmm. and they're like oh man look at this guy he can like lift cars and shit like he he's he doesn't nothing can hurt him ever which is why he has to be better written 
Mm-hmm. They have or, to be personal yeah, and emotional issues. There's, yeah, and like, and then, and then later they're like, wait, let's make these superheroes have like problems mm-hmm. and like weaknesses and like not perfect because mm-hmm. they're more interesting to write. But Superman is, I feel like they've never been able to like really nail him because it's hard. Like, how do you make that interesting? Like, they just like wrote, okay, Kryptonite makes him yeah, weak. Yeah, so but. Kryptonite was probably the worst thing that happened to that character because it made an easy way to write. Like weaknesses yeah. for him, mm-hmm. instead like a dumb of making the stories be based on like emo- complex emotional reasons. So instead of having the, the the struggle shouldn't be I have to punch something. It's is that the right thing to punch? Is it the thing that, that I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Like that's where his best stories come in. Uh, how do I like use this awesome power? People like look up to me and they they think that I have all the answers. How do I use that properly? Or am I doing it the wrong way? There's some great ones where like people are treating him like a god and he's just a guy and he's like, you got to stop. You have to stop worshiping me. Like those are some of the most interesting stories, not the ones that are like, oh, Brainiac's here and I got to punch him in the face. Mm. It's the stuff that's personally and emotionally impactful because that's something you don't have like a superpower to guard against. You just have the same emotions everyone else has. Yeah, that's like a different, you should get your mic closer to you, by the way, but you could pull it closer. Yeah, you could bend it. But uh, (laughs) like... It's interesting because you just flipped it. I was like, mm-hmm. he's hard to write because he's perfect. But yeah. you were like, that's what makes him different mm-hmm. and dope than all the other superheroes is that he is perfect. Yeah. So now you have to deal with that. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I actually always liked the kryptonite thing on a really basic level from yeah. not being able, not really reading super into it because I've come, I usually compare it to like, you know, that's like his, you know, drug or his, like, I, I, I say like, you know, alcohol and drugs are like our kryptonite. Like we can't, like once we start fucking with that shit, it just ruins everything. And it's like, he, you know, he can't, he just can't be around that. He can't, and I, 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 I kind of always liked that. Cause it was like the one thing I feel like everyone has like their one thing. Mm-hmm. that like fucks them up you know but and, um, um yeah. i mean it's not so much like whether or not like superman i'm just using that as an example like because like the batman thing is also another good example about wearing masks and like mm-hmm. hiding who you who you are and because sh- the world wants to see something different and then like you know it's it's all about like you know doing the right thing when no one's looking and like, you know, that's why I actually really liked, um, the dark Knight thing because like he's willing to look bad to do what's good, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's like the best, that's like the highest level. Yeah. What, what do you, and it kind of brings me back to what I was saying earlier. It's like, why would you do that if you don't have some kind of something some energy or some something that's like you know persuade something that's making you want to be good like you know i i don't know i i think that for me it's like different because i'm i don't know like i look at it like oh i could just take the easy way well it's wh- hard enough already but like why wouldn't i well, what what do you think, like about like what Pat said about like like Noah? What do you think? Why do you think we're so uh, like 
in, intrigued by those types of characters. By which, like, which why do people love superheroes? Yeah, I think they're all. They it's, all. It's have. like they have this like. Like, well, look at, like, Superman. He's, like, this thing. Like, he's, like, always good. Or, like, Captain America. Like, they're, like, men of principle. Yeah. Like, what about that is so intriguing well, to okay. people? Okay, so I would, I would say this first. People didn't always love superheroes. The industry almost went bank, 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 bankrupt multiple times. Mm. So it's not... I don't think it's, it's just that people like them. Um, mm. Or that there's anything inherent in it that draws people in. Um, I think any form of entertainment draws people in. Um, the, the, there's reasons why stories work on like a like a macro level but i don't i don't think like i always i always get wary when people are like why why does this character draw everyone in or this general thing of a superhero draw people in and i just don't i don't think that's a like a i'm not gonna say valid but it's just not it's not something that's uh always the case well like well if we took like 2018 yeah the era we live in now and like how people are so consumed by like marvel well, and, like, I guess star wars I, and sure. like these worlds well, I, where these i would put heroes... it i would put it this way what is it about the superheroes that draws the people that are drawn in mm-hmm. right yeah like why what, what is it about why do you like com- why are you so drawn to comic books it's I mean, so my, my reasons may be different than everyone else's or maybe not everyone else's but a good a good majority of the people is that it's the only form of storytelling that's been done by thousands of people over close to, could, let's say 80 years. Let's just call it 80 years. Over 80 years, and it's like a nonstop tapestry of story. They're all woven together and interconnected. That was why I got into it in the first place. It's, so, the, longest, it's the longest story ever well, told. Well, mm. I feel like that's kind of a contradiction of like, I'm burnt out on superhero movies because that's what's happening. It literally... It's a nonstop tapestry of stories that are all interconnected to each other in a film. Yeah, well, but that's just because a lot of them have been less because they're ruining the comics because they're. Yeah, I know, but, but like if not, you separated yourself from like uh-huh. let's let's imagine a fantasy world yeah. where the comics were just fine and the movies were fine and they didn't yeah. fuck with the comics, then what would you think of I, that? I would. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't even know if I can do that. Oh, let me see if I can put it this way. There's what, maybe 70 to 100 hours worth of material that's been made over the last 20 years? 20 of, Marvel movies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's that. About 40 that, hours. About 40 hours plus, let's, let's throw the TV shows in there okay. too and all that. Yeah. Great. So there's. <laughs> so that's adding like 80 hours? Yeah, yeah. So there's like, Whatever. I don't know. It's 100 or 200 200 something like hours. The comparison is the, not even. Yeah. There are hundreds of thousands of pages of comics. Yeah, and they're all interwoven and connected. But it's going to become that, all, like it's in its infancy right now. I don't think it's going to get that far. I think it's going to go the way of the Western. I, I think we're going to Steven Spielberg I think said that. Go, yeah, no, but I think it's going to go the way of the Western. Like westerns were a very popular thing mm. and they controlled the the filmmaking industry for thirty yeah, forty years. They did. Yeah, and then people went, "I'm fucking sick of westerns." And they moved on. Wow. Um, and I think that's going to happen with super things. Yeah, just but, happen. They but Gus, like Gus Van Sant on the Mark Marin podcast mm-hmm. made a point about superhero movies where like Hollywood was looking for superhero movies this whole time. Yeah. A pre-existing material mm-hmm. that people like. Well, yeah, but that saying, never ends. Yeah. Sure. But, and I feel like but Westerns saying, end and they're not pre-existing material. Like you can't make Westerns forever, but like you could go, well, yeah, you could go to like forever. Avengers and, but like you go to Avengers, then you go to the Cosmic Universe, then you go to yeah. like the fucking the Celestials, and like you he's go saying so, because there's a hundred thousand, yeah, yeah. like it, you could but, go so deep. It will, I, I, I think we'll see Marvel movies till we die. 
and Star Wars movies. Um, I'd say Star Wars is already starting to peter out. I mean, oh yeah, no, Star Wars is about it because no, no, I, I don't like I'm the new say ones. But is that is that that same fatigue is gonna hit uh, comic book movies at some point? And I'm just talking about superhero comic book movies. There's other comic book movies that I think are like pure fucking art. Like American Splendor is one of the best films ever made, and I'll watch that over and over again. Yeah, you know, and that's that's purely a comic. That's a comic book. Hold on, so you had no issue with that American Splendor? No, yeah. I loved it. I loved the it movie. Completely. Yeah, the movie was great, and, and you know the comic. And I know the comic. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but okay. it was also it did its own thing. It took that it took that medium and made its own version of that that really worked. I've never Whoa. seen it. Oh, you should. It's, it's amazing. It's it's one of Paul Giamatti's best roles. It's and so Paul Giamatti what, has a lot of great. What roles. are what are the other? But comic- American Splendor is a comic book about. Like a normal dude. Yes, <laughs> it's a comic book it's, it's, about it, a dude. It, it, who it's like it's not like a superhero. No, it's yeah, just no, like yeah. a depressed autobiographical dude. thing. Yeah, and you want you want a character that I that I relate to the most? There you go, Harvey Pekar. There it is. Just like that. That wow. sort of, it would be as obscure. Slumpy. As that. That's not obscure. Fucking He's a guy. <laughs> uh, but that's that's <laughs> no, just no because that's just kidding, a guy. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I get um, that. So yeah, he's a little what, messy. Yeah, he's messed up. He's he got this like girl that's like super like niche, like mm-hmm. comic book, like sweet girl, and he's like kind of depressed and like, huh? It's it's really cool. Yeah, w- what are the what are the other movies that you and like? Crumb did all the artwork? Yeah, yeah. Which Crumb. you know, Crumb, this guy, he's like one of the illest comic book the artists weirdest ever. Sort of like sexualized, yeah. like fetish art. That's uh, just, but it's just like it works in its yeah, own. Yeah, he did a Bukowski like short that I have upstairs. I was obsessed with Crumb. There's actually a really dope documentary mm-hmm. on Crumb. Have you seen it? I think so. Well, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. What are the other? comic book movies that you were like I'm okay with this that just any type of comic book movie yeah no like superhero movies let's see it um the first Iron Man whoa is, really I think the first Iron Man's uh, uh amazing but also like from all the stories it was like freeform jazz when they were making it they right. were just like we're here we're here we're doing yeah this. John Favreau was very he was all mm-hmm. about the improv but but, yeah. but 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 John probably comes from a comic book Maybe I, I don't really know much about him personally. He came and talked to me at AFI when they did the 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 second um, second Iron Man. I mean, he he seems like definitely a dude that isn't just. I mean, if you watch Swingers and you mm-hmm. realize like what it took to make that, and and he's like a real yeah, he's he, like one of us, you know. Like he didn't just like get into the industry like working his way out. Like sure, he's he made like it a, during that indie revolution. It's never going to happen again, which really makes me sad. That, that era when they were like throwing money at indie films and saying, well, make I, I asked Tommy that in class mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, he said it's, it goes in cycles. Like we're in a studio driven and it's yeah. going to go back to the indie. No, I actually think that what we're doing right now could be really special. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are in the industry that want to be making movies Yeah, and they're trying to like play the game. Yeah. And it's like fucking it's exhausting. I, I, I went through those cycles over and over again. Like, I worked on fuck um, that, dude. Like, I worked let's on just like make something, you know. Yeah. And if we can bring like a certain kind of rawness to it that no one's seen before, mm-hmm. and a perspective that like a suit or an industry would never allow, yeah, I think that could be really cool. And like we actually have the resources to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the bar is pretty high as far as like what it takes money wise to make something that looks really good. Yeah. But, um, you can achieve it. Yeah. And I, I feel like I got, I've gotten lately very caught up on like, 
like oh my movies or my short films need to be like on the level of like when you watch something on netflix you first shot you know like it's a fucking movie but maybe you'll just right? get there but then but then i watched this youtube uh short film it was like 30 minutes called dude where's my jewel and it's all this guy who loses his jewel and like he calls up his friend and they go to their and it's like shot on like a sony and like not even like a Ronin, but like a one-hander gimbal. And you could kind of tell. And it's something, some shots are kind of like blown out. But I like watched it and I like laughed. Yeah. And it was so funny. And I watched till the end. And it was like kind of like corny. I kind of want to show it to you. Yeah. And it was nice because it was like accessible. It was like, hey, I could make this if I wanted to. And it has like millions of views. And it blew this guy up. And then it made me think like, wow, I've kind of lost sight of like the whole point of all this. Like I've I've been trying to, oh, I need to like get the good i need to like light it well into the production design so it looks like netflix but at the end of the day like people don't give a shit as much no, about that shit as they do the story i mean it, I, i'm incredibly biased in this but i think story always comes first yeah no matter what it is and yeah and that's what i kind of like realized i was like i've been i'm getting so sidetracked by all this like other bullshit but like what, it's, but, it's a good story is a good story yeah but it does need to, if it the better it looks the better it'll be i mean and, and what you're speaking to is kind of a, a, another big topic that we've been talking about a lot which is this oversaturation you can call it that or you can just call it like there's more there's a lot more room for i mean right now we're in this like niche niche based world where like it's possible for more people to achieve a smaller amount of views or success like that person made something cool that a lot of people saw but it's not it's just a different world it's a different time you know and 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 thinking of it yeah but like i thought about that too i was like this isn't gonna like win an oscar or anything but like i thought like if i like i but like if i made that movie i'd be pretty like I'd feel I'd feel pretty happy about myself. Yeah, I, I think that looking at it from that old lens of like I want to get an Oscar, like that's like not. It's a different time now. We're just in a different time. So like, what's the goal? I mean, like, dude, I just saw I've I've been watching like, dude, I just saw Joaquin Phoenix's new, like, it's on. I mean, nobody even cares about the Oscars anymore. Yeah, it's over. Well, what, can, well, what is it? What you say? What's the goal? What do you want? Um, kind of that. You what want that an Oscar? No, 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 no. I do think the Oscars outdated. I was using that as like a, as like a matter. Of, I don't know, sure. just like like some big recognition, like mm. being like I would equate being the creator of Stranger Things to like winning an Oscar, quote unquote, like as a metaphor of like you've made it, hmm. right? But I feel like if I make something, I feel like the goal was that. Like, oh, yeah, let's do, like, the cliche L.A. filmmaker goal of, like, yeah, let's be the next Stranger Things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think when I saw that movie, it made me realize, like, that I just want to tell, like, a really good story. Mm-hmm. and make people. It doesn't even have to be, like, meaningful. Like, it doesn't have to be about something dark or about, like, suicide or, like, drug addiction or anything like that. Like, if I could make, like something as stupid as dude where's my jewel but it's like funny and it's about like friendship and like relationships kind of and it's like kind of like super bad like i have i've always i've even told you this too i've always wanted to make like super bad Mm -hmm. and it's like and that would be make me happy that would be the goal for me cool yeah it can be and i think that that would be like a starting point if it was a youtube thing 
and you got, you built up like, you know, some followers and then you had like a platform and you can keep making things like that and your following gets bigger. And then you have this like niche where you don't need distribution. You have already have this like following and you have these people that will watch it and they'll show their friends and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like look at like Gary Vee or Joe Rogan or any of these comedians who have like, they make their shit, they do their podcast and they have like their fans, you know? And like, if it grows, if it gets bigger than that, cool. But like, I feel like nowadays that's the way that, that you need to, or at least I want to be approaching it, which is like, that's why I love that speech that, that, that Mark, um, Duplass Duplass gave so much because he's, Yeah, he's kind of like... He literally uh, played that for us in class. Yeah, I, I, I think for, that yeah. like he was one of the first people that really started to understand this new thing that's happening, and it's becoming even more so like that. And I think that we're right at the tip of like, you know, what it's going to become, which is just like all these like little pods that have like their own... Like people are getting exactly what they want. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I get that, but I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think, like, I, for me, like, it wasn't like, oh, I want to make that short film on YouTube and then build a whole community and then do all this shit. It was just kind of just make that, and it ends there. <laughs> but, I mean, once you do that, you're going to be like, all right, that uh, was fun. Let's, well, what's next? I know, but then he, like, made another one, like, yeah. about Tinder, and it, like, wasn't good. Well, that's the then, thing, like, like, right? You're gonna make bad stuff. Yeah. No, but I, I, I kind of don't want to. I just want to focus on making that and then worry about what happens next after. Uh, yeah. Well, what about you, Noah? What's your goal? Little six, seven season TV show that I show run and create. Little the crappy, not a movie, crappy sci-fi world. Why, why TV show? Because I just get to do more. You can I like write long-form storytelling. I like. Being you can write more. Stuff for characters. One of, one of my favorite character arcs is the like villain who becomes, uh, who like sees the error of his ways and becomes a hero. You can't do that in a TV show or in a, in a film. You have to do that in a TV show. You just have to. What, it's also my favorite like arc in a comic book. What who who what movie or show has nailed that the best? The best would be Farscape, which is what little, is that? It's a it's a sci fi TV that? show from like the the early two thousands that was the Jim Henson Company's. Uh, Okay. What's like a what's like, like a that's what's like a mainstream one that I would know about that did it? Uh, Breaking Bad? No, he's wait, just is, Far, is Farscape good? Yeah, it's good. It's it's different and it's really strange, but it's good. Like I would I would recommend watching it at any point. Like, the main villain of the first season becomes like almost a weird brother to the to the main character by the by the like the second. This is a season. show. Yeah. Uh, the the main villain of like the second season um, becomes like a, a mentor figure to him, and it, they just work really well. It's just a great great series. He's still actually a bad guy, but he's, they have this weird relationship. What's, so, what's your goal, Pat? All sixes. Um, you know, you can change that to four. Is it better than Galactica? Personally, yeah, but like, really, probably not. I have more fun with Farscape. Than I would have with like Galactica. Galactica is very serious. What's what's your goal, Pat? I mean, I think that honestly, like, I don't think I've ever heard. Well, you we're, tech. well, I mean, it's what we're doing, right? Like, I'm we're doing it. Like, but I like, think what's the goal? To, to like, what able, do you like, to, to have that following, to have that platform, so that we can do what we want to do, 
and we don't need to like ask for permission. Like he can, you can have that show. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like, stopping. I just have to build up to it. it takes we, time. we, we, we start making it yeah. and we already have like relationships with producers who can fund shit. And we have like a relationship with the people at Netflix and we can like get distribution. And we're this like team of people that like work together to like do things we all want to do. And I think like, knowing exactly what that looks like right now is so hard because things are changing so rapidly. And like you hear about them talking about this. That's why I love that the Joe Rogan podcast so much. And Elon was just on and they're talking about new interfaces and like my buddy Aaron's creating this new platform for, for the phone, which is a network. I mean, we're, we're at this, we're in this time right now where things are so as far as like how people watch stuff and and how things are distributed and the internet it's like so um evolving so fast it's like we can't know what it's gonna look like in 10 years but i do know that if we can get really good at making this the art that we want to make telling stories getting really good shots um for me it's um sort of um like creating characters that are real and like figuring out a way to get real moments and through structure combined with improv and like sort of showing a different side. Uh, it's almost like a docudrama where like we've seen great actors, but we haven't seen great characters that don't know how to act, but have been put like Ben did it with the, t with a, uh, Gone Baby Gone, actually. He put a lot of the people from Philly or from Boston, like, in the movie. And, like, when I see that, I'm like, damn. Like, like when you watch Good Time and you see that kid talking about acid and you see Necro in it and you see, like, the actual dude that owned the fucking pawn shop, like, playing the pawn shop owner, you're like, whoa. Like, I always love when I see characters that are like, you go, like, okay, that dude is not an actor. He's, he couldn't be an actor. He's just like that dude that they grabbed and like put in the movie. Yeah. But whatever. That's just one of the things I'm fascinated by. Wait, so what's the goal? We're, I mean, we're doing the goal. Rich production. Well, like just, I mean, as like a, an umbrella company that like has the financial uh, ability to like finance stuff and has relationships so that we can plug, you know, certain, connect certain dots so that we can do multiple things at once, whether it's like, so you're doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, the, 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 the grant, the grant, the bigger picture is like a lot bigger, but yeah. And, and, and how exactly to get there is like sort of a little bit unknown, but yeah, like, dude, like what's up with the short film? Like, how can I help you make a short film? Like, yeah. how can we take small steps towards possibly helping Noah make this thing that he wants to make? Like, how can we, you know, continue to develop relationships with big producers like the dude Sat who just came over or, um, you know, these Houston brothers guys or Tall or, or Aaron with this network thing or um, Bella Thorne and Maude and just like, just, you know, having all these relationships where we can get to a point where we're like, where people are looking at us like, damn, like I want to have them do my shit. 
because they have a following. So you're just like doing it. Well, you're doing the goal that you want to be doing. Like right now you're doing it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, there, there are days where I'm like, fuck, like, um, maybe I want to be further along, but there are other days where I'm like, whoa, like we just did like three trade shows and like four weddings and like (laughs) we're about to do like two like huge commercials and like, um, whoa, like this is rad. I think that like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that you ask that question because a lot of times you get caught up in like the everyday thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, 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 and you, uh, and you kind of like, you, you don't really think about what, what needs to happen, um, to, uh, keep taking steps towards the bigger goal. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just want to make this movie. Yeah. This learning to lose movie. I want to like finish it. That's like my big thing. And this, this local legends documentary, like in my mind, like this local legends documentary, like when I was watching it today, I was thinking like, wow, like what if I didn't, what if I was like completely removed from this and I was watching these characters, mm-hmm. there could be something really cool about that. And I feel like, I don't know, a company like vice or even like Amazon or, I mean, I watched a show about trapper, uh, Jake, the trapper. It was fucking awesome. It was a documentary on this guy who trapper. traps in fucking. It was a net. It was an Amazon thing. It's just this. You know what a trapper is? They like trap animals and stuff. Sure. And it was on Amazon, and I'm like, dude, this is like, I loved it. But like the local legend shit is like equally, if not more, entertaining than that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think something. I think that could be a really cool thing too. And I'm just like, I want like, like what do you guys want to make? Like, I'm sure you have some awesome fucking things that could be made or like, what are you, you're talking about some break, some movie you want to make. That's kind of like uh, super bad, super bad or whatever. Like, let's like make it. Yeah. You know, that's the thing is it's like hard to, uh, to, 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 to make ends meet and also work on like passion projects. That's like the whole thing about like life. It's like, how do you work a nine to five and then go and try to do your dream? <laughs> it's like impossible. So that's literally actually the whole, my whole dream behind this company and, and picking Tim specifically as a partner because he doesn't really have like <laughs> dreams or ambitions to do <laughs> other creative shit no he, he he's he okay. he's just like a dope like friends good time community Whoa. guy you know yeah. like i've always been this dude who wants more i want to like make something that's impossible you know i want to like create hyper crush like not like as like a dream but like i'm really gonna do it like are you coming over like let's work till 5 a.m and do it you know like when's the next shoot date for the movie? Like we're like, what are we doing? And the only way to do that is if you can 
make something that's generating money so that you do have time to do mm-hmm. that stuff. And I'm like really right now, super like tripping on like the right people, like a DP, um, you know, a good sound guy who's available who like sort of can, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Like it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, this is one day at a time, you know? I mean, I can't wait till you get out of school. Yeah. You know, we'll have more time to do like cool shit. And, um, um, you know, I can't wait to see what we can do with Sam with the equipment we already have, mm-hmm. you know, he can yeah. probably do a lot with that equipment. Yeah. <gasps> what? Nothing. I'm just thinking about like, um, just the intention of like the Marvel, the, uh, infinity ward and the characters and Thor and, all that stuff. And we just didn't even get a chance to like touch on any of that. (laughs) We, 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 we watched infinity war. I can't believe I thought it was ward. (laughs) I can't either. And then, and then we're going to watch age of Ultron. We're going to finish age of Ultron tonight, which is, Oh yeah. Uh, Tony Stark made like the fucking monster. Yeah. Who's going to, I mean, you got to think that's dope, dude. Like how right. the movies connect. <laughs> not, not like, you, I mean, let's just, let's just I, like, I, let's I, just I, like, even, let's no, pretend no. that the comics like I we're can't. fine. I no, can't. but like, yeah. no, even if you okay. could, if In, like uh, a fictional Ultron? world, like Narnia yeah, yeah. where it, it didn't affect the comics. Like okay. this is fucking amazing. Let's say it didn't affect the comics. Uh, Ultron is one. I think they got really wrong. They just got that character wrong. Well, I think Ultron is one of the weaker Avenger movies. Yeah, I would. I mean, they just and got that character. No, wrong. I know, and that's why is yeah. because the villain isn't as like he's not good. And um, but I just feel like in general, like like what you you even said it yourself. Like we were talking about the hero's journey and the circle of the journey, mm-hmm. and we were talking about Infinity War, and you said in that movie they're all at different points in the journey because of their previous movies. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That's like amazing. Yeah, but and you just, see like Thor's just, at this different spot because yeah. like half of his civilization, his dad dies and he, mm. and then his brother dies and then his sister that he didn't know had, he had like he has to kill her and then like. Yeah, but people do that stuff in TV every day. What do you mean? They, they map out character arcs every single day in television. It's, it's just really expensive television. Mm, yeah, but it's like different. Like, so, I mean, I'll make a, I'll make a, like a ridiculous comparison. You take, you take like Sopranos and, and, uh, and, and the Marvel films, the Soprano characters all had their own interlocking stories and their own motivations and stuff that were running episode to episode, hour to hour. And yeah, but this is fucking Iron Man, dude. <laughs> hold, hold on. So Ultron yeah. is trying to do what? He's trying to, uh, achieve world peace. That's interesting. By killing everyone, because that's the only way you can have peace is by killing the whole planet. Everyone. And then yeah. what, is, what is Thanos trying to do? Killing half of people, half of the universe. Is that, wait, hold on a second. Resources. What is Ultron trying to do in the comics? 
he's got huge daddy complex. That's that's his entire thing. Well, he kind of has it in the movie. But, but, he kind of has it in the movie, but his dad's a different character too. In the, who's oh, his, it's, Hank, it's Hank Pym. It's Hank Pym, who's a, like a it's much Ant-Man. more interesting character to me than... Uh, who is that? Hank Ant-Man. Pym. It's is, Ant-Man. Well, it's yeah, Michael he's, Douglas. He's giant man in the comics. Whoa. He's Ant-Man at some point. And it's a much more interesting, they just didn't like, have... super fucked up character in the comic books that's like super cool. And they just decided not to use him. Well, well it's, it's too hard, jo- Joss maybe. Whedon... No, I just think Joss Whedon just blew it. Because he left, he left the Avengers movies after that movie. So actually, this is interesting. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like w- w- when you get uh, this kind of like corporate entity mm-hmm. involved with like art, which I don't think there's more of that in any other like creative artistic industry than than film. Film, yeah. <laughs> you like it's like. It just brings me right back to what I was saying earlier. Like Jason Evigan met Quincy Jones one time and he said, as soon as you bring in the money, God leaves, which to Quincy and Jason is like creativity and like dope shit. But let me just finish because this is kind of like having learned what I learned about this principle or this concept in with Hypercrush. And how like as soon as we got in front of suits and we got money, they started putting us in with like the wrong people and trying to change who we were. Like literally started like just slowly happening. And it's like weird when this shit starts happening slowly because you like want to try to work it out so you can like get the thing done. But you're not getting the full creative freedom that you need. And then like all the while like the the the, the energy and like the momentum of like what you were doing is kind of like dying and slowing down. That's like what I'm actually trying to create here is like a group of people that can communicate together and that are all on the same page so that we can make, I mean, dude, obviously like we're nowhere near being able to do something like a Marvel movie, but like, dude, could you imagine if like we grew to the point of like being able to have to being able to do something like that without having any outside people fucking it up. Has that ever been done before? I mean, I'm sure like Bad Robot or these other kinds of companies are, are variation. I'm sure that that's what Lucas was trying. That's what Lucas did, I think, right? I don't I mean, know. He had no, he had no oversight whatsoever on the, the, the prequels. That was all him. Yeah, so I mean, no, it, it's just different, but outside, but like, well, well, yeah, uh, but I, I, mean, I think Marvel is good because their oversight like works. Like Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. the guy who's kind I mean, of obviously, like behind the yeah, scenes but like and, obviously something didn't work because you just said someone fucked it up and they couldn't do this so they, even though they wanted to. And I'm sure this is, I'm not like reinventing the wheel. I'm just recognizing that when you keep shit all in house, mm-hmm. you you can just do so much doper shit, you know. Yeah. And like, I, I, I know people like, for example, dude, uh, the direct co-directed the palm thing with me, Dylan, who's like, not at all thinking that way. He yeah. just wants to be like a director for hire. Like, I don't like, I'm thinking different. I'm thinking like community, like teamwork, like 10 people are better than like one, you know, if the, if all these people are like really closely, if they all work together and understand each other, you know? So yeah, sorry to like bring it back to that. But I think that if the, if this, if all the people that make shit are like on that tip, 
the shit would be way better. Which is why, like, Wes Anderson shit's so dope. And, like, P- Paul Thomas Anderson uses all the same people. Martin Scorsese. Like, these, you already have these people that you like to use the same people. Because once you get, once you start to understand how someone does shit, you want to keep, you don't want to have to start some whole new thing. And then now you're, like, butting heads and, like, not understanding it. Yeah. Um, but so he's trying to kill, is that what he's trying to do in the comic? It just depends on which story you're talking about. He's, he's just a like megalomaniac with daddy issues. But like, how did he get made? Uh, well, originally, um, giant man, Hank Pym created him as just a, I mean, he looked really stupid. He was like a garbage can. Um, and then. <laughs> When he became, it depends on which version you want to go with, but when he came self-aware, he tried to shut him down and then that set him off because it was like, oh, my dad just tried to kill me. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. It's a much more interesting That's like story. way more interesting. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like there are way more So he's like pissed that his dad tried to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. It's just a way more interesting story uh, than so you like, well, I think the Trump. Rousseau brothers are better at like. And they like, they like, I, 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 I don't know, okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's wrong with the Rousseau brothers? I don't, I don't like uh, Winter Soldier. I think it's a bad movie. Uh, what about Civil War? Interest. It's fine. I enjoyed it. Well, Infinity War. Infinity War is pretty good. Wait, let, let, let me ask Whoa, you. Whoa, you said it's pretty, it's pretty good. good. It was, it was, it was that's a, a big deal. And, yeah. That's a big deal, dude. I don't, I don't like that version of Thanos, but that's, that's fine. It's its own thing, and I'll let it be its own thing. Whoa. So let me ask you this. When, 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 when Winter Soldier finds out that Tony Stark knew mm-hmm. about or no, way when, when Tony, Tony Stark, Stark finds out, out that Winter Captain Soldier America knew yeah. about Winter Soldier killing his parents. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that whole I don't, thing? I don't buy that they wouldn't talk that out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. There's the thing that drove them apart, even like, people it was don't like, agree wait. with it um, in the comics, the thing that drove them apart there was ideological differences. And that's way more interesting to me yeah. than like a weird personal that doesn't quite make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like, but dude. But that was the thing, though. It was both things. It was the ideological things, and then the parents thing happened. Sort like, of. It was, like, it was, it was Iron Man was pro-government, yeah. and then Captain America's pro-freedom. It's, and that's what it is in the comics. But it doesn't make sense to me in, um, in, let's put, in the movies, they basically were run by the government. The Avengers were essentially created and run by the government. They were run by S.H.I.E.L.D., and they worked mm-hmm. with S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's a whole fucking thing. In the comics... You had so many people with superpowers, and they're saying, we need to start regulating you because it's basically a bunch of, like, 16-year-olds with shotguns that could blow up, you know, buildings and do whatever they Well, want. that is what they did in the beginning. Like, they showed Sokovia and, like, all that. And Yeah, but it, that's all comes down to, like, this small group. In, in the comics, you had, like, the X-Men. You had all these uh, like, mutants. You had a whole thing going on. And it made sense where the government would go, we need to get a handle on this. And then you have the ideological differences between even though people don't actually believe this is where they would fall. And I kind of buy with that agreement where Captain America probably wouldn't be the guy being like, Oh, let him run free. He'd be the guy like the government. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought I'm that Captain too. America. I was like, he's shouldn't he be with the government? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a whole thing. And then Iron Man would probably be the guy being like, get drunk and put on a suit and do whatever the fuck. And, and independent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Independent. I know. I thought that too. I was like, I thought the, they had a- the way they sold it in the comics kind of made sense where they, they had, the the smartest characters in Marvel all get together and go, we're so smart, we can see exactly where this is going to end up. And we know we have to get a handle on it before we end up like losing everyone. They, had, they well, basically had um, Mr. Fantastic get into a room and figure out the future by, with math and go, if we don't create this, 
um, someone's eventually just going to blow everything up. Well, the, 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 his motiva- Iron Man's motivation in the movies is his guilt for Ultron. Yeah, which he's is, like, oh, shit, yeah. maybe we should be checked because sure. I almost killed everyone. Mm-hmm. So wait, where's Captain Fantastic? Mr. Fantastic. Oh, Mr. Fantastic. He doesn't. He's owned okay. by Fox. He's he's owned by yeah. He's owned by Fox. So he doesn't exist. This but is what, this is the other problem with comic movies. They can't like access everything. Mm. Well, they can the now. Disney bought Fox, dude. Yeah, we'll see how that ends up. But yeah, they did. Kevin, they did, it, yeah. Kevin Feige's taking over the. So X-Men. I, I I actually like understand. I totally understand like why. If I knew what Noah knew, mm-hmm. I, I would. It would be really hard. Like because yeah. I can get past. The whole thing about like, oh, okay, he just found out that his, that that his friend knew who killed his parents. Sure. But like, dude was like a, basically a machine. He couldn't really even make yeah. any decisions. He was like a fucking Manchurian candidate type shit. What did they call that test? The acid test back in the World War or Vietnam? They, oh, they were doing um, experiments um, on like the Joshua's ladder or um, not Joshua's ladder. Oh, my There's like, ladder, yeah, they, they, like they, they, they were doing experiments Agent on like, orange. Shit. Yeah. They were yeah. doing experiments on soldiers. This is like actually a true story or maybe yeah. where like we were doing this to people through like acid and shit. Like my buddy Danny's like super into this shit. It was called something. Yeah. Um, you know, where certain trigger words would like set a person into like a machine state Yeah, based on like, out like weeks and weeks of sure. like conditioning. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like I like I I, I no, no, understand no, no. where but, that's coming but, from. Let, but let me I feel like let me finish. So so Winter Soldier really was not in control at all. Mm. Yeah, it so, was the government. So if you're gonna be mad at somebody, be mad at whoever fucking made Winter Soldier like that. Like, and Tony Stark's not stupid. Like he he's like, and not only is he completely dismissing like who who made winter soldier that way he's like mad at like captain america just for knowing for protecting his best friend from back in the bronx so so he thought was dead and then also and then also like not telling tony because which he probably what you're saying is he probably would have brought it up he would have either brought it up or they would have i don't know it it just depends on where you want to do with the character i just don't I just don't buy that the second that happened, they wouldn't like go, okay, well, what the hell do we do now? Right. So well, like, I, I kind of understand. I buy it because it's like a knee jerk reaction. And he, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't all about like, fuck you, Captain America. It was like, I want to kill Winter Soldier. Get out of my way. But like, mm-hmm. like I was Which saying, I understand. Like, like if you watch some guy, if I watched some guy kill my parents, yeah. like my mother on video. And that's, he said that too. He's like, he killed my mom. <laughs> like I would want to kill him too. Like it, it's not even, it's not even like, you're not even thinking logically at that. And point. I got behind it and enjoyed the movie and it was dope. But like, there's a whole different thing going on when you've like really like when he just said that shit about like Mr. Fantastic, like figuring the shit out through math, like it helped me realize that like the comic books are so these fools are so they understand the characters so well and they're like not they're not like looking for some like easy way to like tie it up or whatever because they're not limited by like budget yeah they've like, got they've only got two hours to tell the story right they don't so, have so 20 years so the the, the comic yeah. books are like they're, they're like all right we are the nerds that are making this and 
if this doesn't make sense, like we're not making it. And like, they know they're going to be questioned by everyone. Like, like why didn't they just use their superpowers to figure out what was going to happen? Like, well, I feel, I feel like the which reason, was, which was the reason cool they that, can't do that is because like, they didn't, like you said, they don't have access to like all of them and like the X-Men, they can't do the action. Oh, yeah, but hold on. Like when I saw, um, when I saw, Captain America Civil War announced. Mm-hmm. It's really important to remember that it's it's a Captain America movie. Yeah. It's not actually Marvel Civil War. Like I'm pretty sure that eventually they're going to have the actual Marvel Civil War when they have all the characters and everything. Like I don't think they're at the point in the movie universe to like be able to do something on that scale that the comics did. I'm not even talking and about I feel the like, gigantic scale of it, but like just the 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 characters didn't act in ways that I would have expected them to act even within the film. Yeah, and I do get what you're saying about like the the war over principles is much more of like a like a like a foundation to mm-hmm. argue on than like something like irrational yeah. like and then Tony's. it becomes personal because they don't they disagree with one another like that's that's what makes it more interesting to me than something is like using it's there's actually like a there's a thing in comics that became um it's called women in refrigerators where they would like kill a character off specifically usually a woman and say that motivates a guy to be angry and it just got used over. But why and over is it called women in refrigerators? It's, it comes from a, a '90s uh, Green Lantern story in which they made Green Lantern. They made a new Green Lantern, uh, Kyle Rayner, and then his girlfriend got shoved into a refrigerator and killed, like chopped up and thrown in a refrigerator. And that's supposed to motivate him to be like an angry hero. Mm. Um, and and that was just like one of like sort of the tipping point where people would go, "Stop doing this. That's so, a cheap way to tell a story." So why did you like Infinity War? Like, I, I, how did they not fuck it up? I, I don't know. I just enjoyed when I was watching it. It's, it's not I, like I didn't, um, I didn't have like, so what happens in the next one? What do you mean? Everything goes back to the way it was. They, what does, does Ant-Man jump in time and what, no, what mean, do they, they do? They how have, do they, they fix literally it? have like a godlike gauntlet to do whatever the hell they want with. They just put the thing. So on. they get the gauntlet and they flip everything back. Probably. And they're probably slightly things different. And they'll say, Oh, it's changed forever. What, what gauntlet? What do you mean? The, the gauntlet from Infinity? The, the Thanos' Infinity gauntlet. gauntlet. The, the Who has gauntlet? that? Thanos has it right now in the comics. But doesn't Iron Man get it in, the, in, in it? What? Doesn't Iron Man get the Infinity Gauntlet in, in the... In the next movie? I have no idea. In the, no, I no, mean, no, what no. happens in the comic books? I mean, that, those things have come back a hundred different times. In, uh, in the Infinity War comic, uh, it was kind of cheap, but it's old, and it's Jim Starling, who's a weird writer, um, who basically... Um, Thanos became God and he like left his body and then he forgot that he left the gauntlet there. So Nebula <laughs> picked it up and like, used it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, be. it's not like, what do you think is going to happen? I have no idea. They're going to do something, but they're just going to turn it all back so they can keep making movies. Yeah. They're not going to like kill off Spider-Man even though they, they, no, yeah, they like yeah, yeah, pretended yeah, yeah. like that was like this. But no, well, everyone, thing. well, yeah. Cause there's, there's a movie already <laughs> slated and Black Panther too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, but they're all in the soul gym. So they could bring everyone back from the soul gym and then leave everyone else dead. I mean, this is, this is where like my, where I differentiate myself from like a lot of like, I guess, comic nerds, like stuff like that doesn't interest me that much. That's just a, that's just a, you might as well be saying magic happens. Yeah. 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 And the the stories are (coughs) with these characters and that's what interests me. It's the reason yeah, why this I, version of Thanos, I'm not a big fan. Where the story is good in this one was me and Pat were talking about how like each one of the Avengers failed in their own way. Yeah. By their own selfishness. Like Thor was angry and wanted to look at Thanos in the face. That's why he mm-hmm. didn't put it in, in his head. And Iron Man didn't want to talk to Captain. He was holding the phone and he yeah. didn't want to talk to Captain America. So he went over there to uh, Titan to do his own thing. Yeah. And then like 
they all like failed in their own way and the next one would be they're all together and they you know yeah i mean that would be that would be a, a nice and, little story i just don't like like i don't care when like you're like oh they're in the soul gym like it just doesn't matter to me yeah it's just like, like magic whatever. it's like yeah, what it's, does that it's, even it's, mean it's, it's <laughs> magic just, happens. you yeah. just wrote a thing occurs. yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's good for them to like have a reasoning for it but the more you explain it the less interested i am um, yeah, it makes but sense. The more it would be like, and they kind of dug themselves into a hole by killing everyone because now they're gonna actually kill someone in the next one, which I'm pretty sure yeah. you Captain America. And then it's like, dude, you've killed. They I need to like actually kill people. Well, if they were smart, they wouldn't kill him off, and they would just replace him with another actor, and that would just become a thing like James Bond, and then they yeah. could just keep making movies with those characters forever. Um, that would be their like corporate smart way to go about it. Yeah, like, someone I mean, else takes the helm. Yeah, the, like Falcon becomes Captain. No, America. I mean they would just like replace that actor. And they would still have Captain America. But I feel like they need to kill someone. I guess so. That became a thing in comics, though, that they need to be worried about. Death in comics means zero. Well, yeah, it was like the death of Superman. That's not even the first one. There's tons. Wait, what do you mean it doesn't? In in comics, they killed off almost every character you've read has had a death of issue where they've died in some way. And then later on. They, 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 how do they bring them back? It's, it's just, different for everybody. There's a way to yeah, yeah. back in time. Or, yeah, yeah. Or they reboot the series and then they just bring them back like it never happened. Oh, uh, they, they reboot. Do, yeah, yeah. Or they do. Um, I mean, it depends on which way you're talking about. Like Marvel doesn't usually reboot. DC does. Um, Marvel usually does like, they do this thing that I actually like where they call it like a sliding continuity where um, the beginning of their stories sort of slide along behind them. And that's important. The stuff that's sort of in the middle is not that important. You can pick and choose what you really like. And the stuff that's currently going on is important. So those things kind of come along. And the farther back you go up until like their origin story becomes less and less important. Um, and less and less like sometimes it just never happened. Um, Do you understand what, what, what that means? Sort of. It's, it's, really it's a little bit harder to explain than like what DC does, which is like every 10 years they just restart their continuity. Right. That, um, makes, that, oh, that makes sense. Oh, you're like, saying you can like sort of forget about the death of... Batman, because they'll just like all of a sudden he'll just be alive again. Yeah, and they'll just restart everybody. Uh, they did that recently. This thing called New Fifty Two that was a fucking disaster. Um, I thought those were good. People thought they were good, and then look, time went on, and those characters couldn't stand up to anything. They tried to reboot them essentially to make them into like, oh, these are movie properties. They could be great. Yeah. Um, and they're really like one dimensional. Superman now like punches people and wears armor for some reason, and they're just very like like. It's just they re, they change the characters in a way that didn't really work. What what is this? Them, the DC did their ten year reboot recently, where they and they called it New Fifty Two, where they restarted everything and they changed the characters like monumentally. It's called New Fifty Two. Yeah, fifty. Okay, you want to get really nerdy into stuff? Yes. Okay, way way back uh, when the yeah <laughs> DC did this thing called One Year Later, where they jumped all their their stories ahead one year. They just said, oh, there's this missing year that we don't get to know about. And all these things have changed, which was really interesting. And they did this comic called 52, which was one comic every week. Because uh, a weekly release schedule wasn't something that was done that filled in what happened during that missing year. Um, and it was really, really good. Like, if you're going to read a comic that you're just like, I want to get into, like, DC Comics as a thing, read 52. It'll, it, it's, it's deep with, like backstory and lore and stuff but it's just a really good story and it's even more amazing because it came out every week and it had like five different writers on it that were all working together and like the best writers at the time um there's some behind the scenes stuff about like people in the company wanted it to fail for some reason which is weird but anyway so that happened uh and then because it was so popular dc got in their head that 52 was now an important number and they just started throwing it on things 
So when they restarted the universe, they called it New 52 and did 52 new number one issues of all their comics. Mm. Anyway, there you go. That's, that's New 52. Whoa. So one issue came out every week. Yeah. And how many issues are there? There's 52 issues. It's a year. There's 52 uh, weeks in a year. And it's called? 52. Just 52. Just 52. Yeah. DC. Yeah, it's DC Comics 52. Read it. It's fucking amazing. Whoa. Yeah. And it, it, it focused on all like the lesser characters, which was I mean, really interesting. Wh- wh- where have you been? Instagram to Instagram to Instagram? Okay. No, we're supposed to do... Stories. We, I don't Instagram. think we've done one. Okay. Um, I don't think I've put a story up all day. <laughs> I just so clicking. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me ask this real quick. Yeah. And I know we're probably going to be wrapping it up here pretty yeah. soon, but... When Doctor Strange looks into the future in Infinity War, why didn't he just tell fucking Thor to hit him in the fucking head? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, he saw that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's really what... Like, does that irk you? Or you don't really... That, that's also, like, magic happens. Maybe he saw a version where he told him to do that right. and it didn't work. Like, uh, so, well, the theory, the fan, what they say about that it. is that... You got he, that? Uh, that yeah. was good. Well, the... The fan theories, like, so I've watched videos, like, every, about, like, every time there's a new set leak or something from Avengers 2, is that um, he knew it was all going to happen, but um, he wanted, like, they had to lose to beat him in the next one. I thought that was incredibly clear. Like, that was him saying at the end of the... the Yeah, so that's why he didn't tell Thor. Yeah. Because they had to lose to win. Oh, uh, because he knows they're going to go back in time and yeah. save everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which if you watch it again, you'll realize that uh, Doctor Strange was like sad when he, if you watch his acting, he was like bummed out once he saw the future. Yeah, definitely. Because he knew that they had to lose. I'm just excited that no one liked Infinity War. It was fun. It was a fine little movie. I don't know how I would react if you said you didn't like it. I mean, I, I, like, I didn't think it was like this amazing piece of anything. It was just a movie. All right, okay, let's stop there. Like, I'll never watch it again. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Like, I'm never going to spend two hours. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have, like, yeah. brought it, like, into <laughs> I just ruined it for myself because yeah. I went deeper into it. But I, I should have just been happy. I really like the. W- w- when we talk about like this first that and like how what like when we ask noah like what was ultron in the comic and he talks about the the ant-man's dad creating him and then there was a bucket and they tried to kill him and 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 the 52 thing and mm. that's a cool like when you go to com have you ever been to comic-con yeah, it was awful i can't stand it but like so when i yeah it's a sea of people and it, it just creeps me okay out. but yeah and i get sick i just get sick every time <laughs> But Not even for like the Hall H panels? Everything's been there. When, when I went to um, Comic-Con, there were people waiting in line to get autographs from different writers and yeah. illustrators and like people that I don't know, but you would know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, 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 have you seen the Saturday Night Live with Chris Farley where he's interviewing famous people? 
and and he's like remember that time that oh, yeah. you were like in that that one role where you played like that one guy that was like kind of retarded and then like brad pitt will be like yeah and he'll be like that was cool <laughs> That's like the whole fucking shit so good. I felt like that just now. I was like, so you like know the comic book writers when yeah. you go to Comic-Con? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, no shit. But like the 52, the DC thing. So this just came out and you read all the new. I read them as they came out every week. That was actually when I was in college when that came out. Oh, every- so. This was the newest. Oh, the new 52. I read them all too. And they were awful and I hated it. And I, I kept reading. I but don't know why. This happened because you love comics. Yeah, I guess so. And this happened. When did these come out? Uh, I want to say be like six, maybe seven years ago. Is mm. when the 52 happened. Maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. And, and what is DC Comics doing? Now? Now. They're making, they're like, they, they did this thing that was almost like an apology, but they never came out and apologized where they took the old Superman from before the reboot. And he's like, oh, he's still alive. And then they had two of them for a little while. So they're like, wait, they like what? Merged, yeah, yeah. And then they merged them back together and they're this like, okay, is, he's back. We should have done the whole podcast about this with this shit. Yeah. We could do another one next week. Um, so I'd love that, but I feel like Noah's kind of burnt. I mean, we've been talking for a long time, but what is Marvel? So right now, yeah. Marvel and DC are both putting out more comics. Oh, yeah. They're always putting out comics. Yeah. And there's a whole separate division doing the movie shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a whole separate like movie company, but there's some people who cross over. And but what you're over. saying is that when the movie comes out, it usually, usually influences Yeah, usually it comes back the other way. I'll give you, I'll give you another really good example of like... Um, so... There is, there's one story in comic books that was one of the, like, in my opinion, one of the best stories being told, which was Cyclops, just his character mm. over yeah, the course. The, movie, the movies never do him justice, yeah, I feel like. But like over the course of uh, 30 years, they've been like slowly changing his character in a really amazing way. Whoa. Like really, he went from like idealistic. Well, first he went from like nervous and not able to be whatever to being a leader to then becoming like super idealistic and influenced by like Xavier's ideals and then watching like the hate on mutants like twist him and turn him. And he went to where eventually like Magneto was like a mentor to him and uh, and almost a friend. And they became, he became like villainous to a degree, but not really. He was more like, I, I have to lead the mutants as a thing. Like I am now there like, um, they look up to me because I'm the leader of the X-Men. So I'm the leader of, of mutants as like a people. And we're going to like, they went off to their own Island and had their own little Island off of um, San Francisco, which they declared their own nation. And they were like, he was becoming essentially a, uh, like a radical. Whoa. Uh, And Magneto. No, um, Cyclops. Cyclops. Wait, so he went and made the Island. He went, Magneto actually did that too in the comics at one point. And then watching Cyclops then do it himself was like, oh, he's following that same, like that same trajectory where he's becoming disillusioned with everybody else and saying, we need to become an insular society that only protects mutants and it's the only thing we care about. Um, and there's like a bunch of also really interesting stuff going on with like his personal life. Um, and it got to this point where he was literally a terrorist on the run uh, with his own like hidden group of X-Men where him and, and uh, Wolverine split off and Wolverine's off doing like, I'm going to help teach kids and try to be a hero, which was interesting for that character. It's different than what he usually does. And um, Cyclops is off being uh, a terrorist radical 
like threatening the U.S. government and and being like frightening to humans. Um, and then Marvel and uh, Fox had a falling out, and some of the people running Marvel said, "Fuck it, kill him off," and they just ended the X Men as a thing, and they stopped that character's story cold, and that was it. And now he's gone. <laughs> when was this? This is a couple years ago when they were having a fight over the X Men movies. Ah, oh, so and wait. That did that to the that did that to the comic books. That character would still have been on this like trajectory that's been going on for thirty years. Uh, thirty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't have been from this uh, this one falling out over the over the movie. So yeah, that's that's actually just another example, you know. Yeah. But 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 so Cyclops is. Dude with one eye, or he's he, he's got a visor and he does like concussive blasts out of his eyes. He's uh, what's his name? He's in the movies. He's like this good-looking yeah. guy that's like in love with what's yeah. her name, with Jean Grey. But yeah. he's he's like a bitch in the movies though. But he's he was in the cartoons, in the comics, and then he uh. became something else. He was this like really unsure of himself person who became but, a leader, who then became a political leader who then became a revolutionary, then became a terrorist. And it's just this huge arc that really made sense. And it was intricate and interesting and like gone. Wow. In a fucking blink. Because. Killed off screen. Like off screen. Oh my God. They didn't even show it. They just, they just were like, oh yeah, I know what happened. But wait, why? Because he died in. No, because they were, because Marvel didn't own the rights to those characters. And they said, we're going to stop promoting characters. We don't have the rights to They did the same thing to, the Fantastic Four, they've been gone for like years now and they're just coming back, which just happens to coincide with when Marvel yeah. bought, uh, bought Fox yeah. and Disney bought Fox. So, so now we're going to get X-Men and Fantastic Four all in the Marvel universe now, which now everyone's there except all, Spider-Man. All the crazy stuff I've set aside. Um, if somebody wants to let me pitch for the Fantastic Four movie, I'd be really happy. Yeah, Noah's the guy. <laughs> I'd be really happy. The master's degree in writing from uh, AFI. I forgot to mention that. I mean, and I have a crazy idea for it, but I'm wait for who? Which for, character? For the Fantastic Four film. Whoa! I would want to make. Okay, you're just, willing to take that away. the third reboot. You're yeah, willing. Yeah. That's a that's because a big I would thing. take all all of them. It's actually be the fourth. I would take all of them, including the the cartoons, and fold them into one universe. Because there's a great story in the in Fantastic Four where they like get caught up in the different universes. And the like, Celestials are like killing off the Fantastic Four as they in these different universes. Mm. It's more complex than what I'm is saying. Galact- I would just is Galactus a Celestial? No, he's no. like a cosmic entity. That's mm. a constant. But he's also you, a drive at Ridge. Have you? <laughs> yes, I named what? Him, I named oh, him a hard yeah. drive. Yeah. Have you um, written this? No, or? I'm not. I, I try not to write fan fiction, even though I did once that got made. Nightwing. Yeah, I know. If you go see Nightwing the series, I wrote that. It's on YouTube. Nightwing is Nightwing is who uh, Robin becomes after being Robin. But wait, so why don't you write? I just don't. It, it feels weird to me. It's like I don't have like it's weird. It's like I don't have the right to those characters. They're not mine. Right. There's there's people who have that for a reason, and there's like a there's a gate there for a reason, and I like to slightly respect that gate. So, and there's also a lot of really bad fan fiction out there. Yeah. It's bad. But like, uh, but I'm just, I'm just wondering like how they get scripts. They like outsource, they, they like ask s- for pitches. They just ask for pitches and people come in and pitch for them. But I wonder if there's ever been like one that just came, that like came. There is, uh, there's one I know of 
but it never got made, which was there's a um, Green Arrow movie called Supermax, which is like, I've read the script. It's great. It got, it was like a cold, uh, a cold pitch. They just, somebody wrote it on spec and like turned it in. And I think they bought it, but I'm not sure where it's, he just goes to prison and it's Green Arrow in prison with all mm. these like super villains. Mm. Well, the Rousseau brothers, they just, they were looking for directors of Winter Soldier and they just went and they just pitched, this is what yeah. we want the character to be. And now they're directing Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean? The Rousseau brothers, they were just, they were just like essentially, they're, they're pitching their, what they would do with Captain America and Marvel liked it. And then they, Winter Soldier was so good that Marvel was like, okay, Civil War. And then Civil War was so good. They're but like, wait, All hold right, on Infinity a second. War. Hold on a second. How did they get the first job? Um, I'm guessing cause they've done, they did big shit. Like they, they did community. Mm-hmm. So the, and the, that was really successful. Yeah. Marvel is purposely going after, uh, directors from different areas that don't, that aren't like super established, but do have like the beginnings of a career. Like that's their, that's their, their niche, I guess. Yeah. Like Taika Waititi. Yeah. He made like the best indie film in Australia and they like found him. Yeah. Are you talking about boy, the, the guy who did Ragnarok? Yeah, Rock? Mm-hmm. yeah that dude's fucking ill. Right. I, I thought they were just smart and they were just picking like dope indie yeah. film directors because that's what's going to make a good big budget movie. Yeah, I like I don't a, a big I don't, budget movie good. I don't know their particular motivation behind it. Like I've heard people guess, people saying like, oh, they'll come for a cheaper rate. Or they're, they'll be more open that to work. Doesn't then, sound. I, I understand. But then they but tried I've, I've to heard get these things. I'm not saying that this is what it is. Um, um, fucking uh, baby driver is yeah, the yeah. director. What's his name? Um, fucking and, uh, Alan. Uh, no, no, no um, baby driver, the director of baby driver, and Scott Pilgrim yeah, versus the world. This is like ridiculous to be like blanking. I know. Um, Alvin. I, fucking. What, what? It's like it's it's it's. I need to no, know. Like Edgar Wright. Edgar, Edgar Wright. There we go. Edgar Wright. He yeah. he was actually supposed to do Ant Man. He was yeah. like he was like I want to make Ant Man. I want to make Ant Man. And he like had the script. Oh my god! It'd be so dope. I know. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Then, Why don't they let him because, do? Because because he they he wasn't he, worrying to work with them the way that they want. They like they have a structure and like yeah. they can't make it an Edgar Wright movie. Mm-hmm. Which can, I think they, they took be, an L on that one. They can, but be they like still kept esque. Like they want that. They want yeah. that, that, that shine. Yeah. Um, but Wait they, a they're second. saying fall just, in line. Just, with just the, hold on though. You're going to tell me right now that Edgar Wright didn't uh, play ball. He did not. He had, he had a specific way he wanted to do that. I think like, he said, but they still used his like used his script story. and yeah, they that's, used that's all, it still says written by Edgar Wright. Yeah. Oh, on what? Ant-Man. On Ant-Man. One. The first Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It would have been so. I know. Yeah. It would probably have been one of his best movies. You know what you should be worried about, though, right now? Is the next Deadpool. Why? Because now it's going to be folded into the... Avengers. The, the, well, it's just going to be folded into that structure. It's going to exist in that world now. And it's they said... But Kevin be. Feige said he wouldn't fuck with Deadpool. That's good. Until he says he wants something and somebody says no. No, he's, he's not going to do that. Wait, what, what world is Deadpool folding into? Well, right into? now, he was on it, which actually worked in its favor. Like this is the one time it's like really worked in its favor, where it he it was Fox. Fox owns that character for movie rights, and it wasn't connected to the Marvel structure, so they only had to work within the Fox universe. Like they only had to work within Fox's. Like, so guidelines. he could look in the camera and say shit and yeah. make fucked up jokes. And Fox and didn't like, even want to make that movie. Like that was an accident. Like mm-hmm. they, it's they that that to, leak. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds leak. leaked. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He I for mean, sure leaked like, it on purpose. I mean, air quotes. Yeah. Wait, Ryan did what? 
there the the way Deadpool got made is that there was like test footage of CGF Deadpool like talking to the camera, yeah. making jokes, and, Fox and then said no. beating the shit out of like people, yeah. and then someone just leaked it, and everyone was like, "Why aren't we making this movie?" Yeah, because it's huge uproar. And like, everyone was like, and then they're like, "All right, let's fucking make it." It's like that's somebody, how Deadpool. Somebody just happens to leak the final product that's all perfect and yeah. beautiful and like ready to go without any watermarks on it or anything. Yeah, and instead of like, so let me ask you this: Do you think that 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 was a test that was agreed? that the guy from Fox who didn't want to make the movie was like, let's see how it reacts to send it out. Maybe I doubt it. I think you, so I think, you think someone else think, who was like, fuck this guy. I want him to see how good this can do. I think it could be that very clear. And it, yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds had a big part. He like loved that movie and the character. Uh-huh. It really, I mean, he was probably the one that was like, fuck this guy. Let's leak this shit. It could, it could and they even asked him directly. Like, yeah. did you leak it? And he like kind of says like, he kind of says yes, but like not like straight on directly. And now it could be that. Mm. It also could be like some intern somewhere got a hold of it and says, let's put it out. I don't think it's that, but it could be. Yeah. Just and same thing with fence. Ant-Man. Well, I don't think Ant-Man was like a leak, but mm-hmm. I, they didn't know if it would work. So they released test footage where he was in like this, like he was in like a vent and it was all CGI yeah. and he jumped out and he's running at this art, like this guy with a gun and he got really small and he ran on the gun mm-hmm. and he yeah. like punched him and it was like really crazy. And then that leaked, hmm. and everyone was like, "We want Ant Man. This is like actually like kind of badass." And then that got made. Wait a second, this was just like a CGI. Yeah, but who was playing Ant Man? It, it, I mean, it was just it was the costume, so there's no one to play it. It was just like a Whoa. CG thing. Yeah. All right, we got we got to wrap up. Whoa. We got to finish Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, I was just thinking something. <laughs> Yeah, because leaking. Martin Scorsese. Oh, oh, oh. Martin Scorsese's producing the Joker. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Fuck. We got next time. We had yeah, we can, multiple times. We, we can geek out on this shit. Oh, my God. Because I'm just curious what happens to someone if, they, if they're coloring a movie and they export like half of it and they just like <laughs> put it on like Dropbox well, that, somewhere. That happened to, um, that happened to uh, the Wolverine film. It got it got leaked. The Wolverine or Logan? No, the first Wolverine from whatever the hell that was. The X Men Origins. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah. like any of the X Men? Not particular. I don't hate them. The new I ones just, are kind of cool, right? I mean, two two was good. Um, yeah, two I guess. Was good. But that's X3 not three was terrible. Honestly, there, like, did you see the trailer for the new Phoenix? No. But just just so just so you know, like for me, one of the reasons to have you on yeah. was more so to talk about like intricacies of the comics and and compare characters and just understand like more about comics and the characters and stuff like that. And, 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 and to, to, to know, I think to know the differences between the characters in the movies Mm -hmm. and the characters in the comics and sort of the limitations that they had. Like I'm, I'm really clear that those movies are not for me. Like they're not targeted at me. They, they, they kind of should be, but they're really not like I, I, my reasons for liking what me. I like. Yeah, they are. They really are. I mean, yeah. they're not targeted to my my demographic. Like I'm I'm old now, um, and they're not really I mean, targeted. I mean, to Black like, Panther came out with a soundtrack by Kendrick Lamar. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, also, who do you, that's who the do you think thing. they're targeting? In in like Wickham and like in 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 Marvel's defense, like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. I'm not. They're doing good. Our like like. Targeting something for you yeah. or for me is like not smart. No, it's not. Because <laughs> we like very like ghost mm-hmm. story 
Oh, sure. Ghost Story. Yeah, was like it. It was so dope. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it, it, there's no way that could ever yeah, very make money. Very few 25-year-olds or even 20-year-olds or whatever are going to sit and watch, uh, what's his name? Sit, you know, Affleck sitting in a, uh, a sheet for an hour and a half. Yeah. And they're not going to find any like beauty in that. Yeah. So, right. so <laughs> I guess it makes sense. But um, No, I don't know. No, I actually like the movies, like, though. Like, I, mean, I, can, I mean, I appreciate finer film, sure. too. No, yeah, you do. But I can also appreciate Marvel at the same time. Sure. Yeah, no, Just me, like me, I can, me, me too. But I also understand if we I can, had the connection that he had to the comics. Like, I like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, yeah. but I also love Lil Pump. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you're still saying why, that, though? Why does that have to be... But you don't actually still love Lil Pump. No, I was an example, but I okay, like cool. X or like any of the new rappers. But like we're we've officially like Little Pump's just like a bitch. Yeah, but but my okay, point cool. is that like as long as there's no there's no need to stand. Like I don't even know. There's That's, no need to stand. Really? Yeah. There's no need to stand on a pedestal of superiority of this is like mainstream to twenty five year old. You could like both, dude. Oh yeah, there's and I do. And I'm actually really excited to finish this. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Age of Ultron. We're gonna go finish it. Let's get to it, and hopefully we can have Noah back on to talk more about like Watchmen, yeah, next and all week, the characters, dude. and next week, dude. I'm probably not next week. Um, I'll end. I'll end on like a. Like we a, can do it anytime. Like a good one. I really, really, really liked Legion. Oh I yeah. Oh, I think Legion fuck. is an extremely good adaptation of its own thing. There's so much. And have you seen that? Yeah, it's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. I have. I'm so excited. I'm gonna start yeah. that tonight. You haven't seen it? I haven't that's, seen it. If you watch, you gotta great, watch Maniac. You oh, but you showed me the, like the fight scene from like the last one episode, scene was that was like crazy. Yeah. And it's just it it on its own is a is a great piece of work. And it's, it's I mean, granted, amazing. But wait, who are um, the superheroes in that? This Professor is, Xavier's illegitimate son. Yeah, that's that's is the main character. Yeah, and he doesn't know that it's his dad. And then and then they made up it, the rest of the X Men. Yeah, they they're they're not even real characters in the comic. They just made them up. What about heroes? I could never get into that show. I tried. I loved Isn't it. that a show? I it loved is. it. Yeah, a lot I of people really liked it. I, 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 I had a problem it's, with it. There's no comics though. It's yeah, like it's just a it's show. its own thing. I mean, there there are now whatever, but the, um. It, it the the problem I had with it is because I could see why it existed, and this is this is purely a my problem it has nothing to do with the, with how good the show was or how bad it was. Um, it existed because Lost was a success, and I saw that and went <laughs> okay. And every time they did a show like that, I went okay. Great. Yeah, Heroes was good up to season season one was amazing. Yeah, yeah no, I season actually two remember was seeing eh, season three, and then it got worse. Like, I, I, yeah, I can usually tell when that's happening. Windows. Yeah, you could tell. And I don't even yeah. bother watching the seconds. Yeah, like Goliath, yeah. like I'm like, just not even watching. Castle Rock, it. I was I like, I like season two. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. Mike said it was bad, but yeah, yeah. if you're I mean, saying... season one is, is amazing on its own. Uh-huh. I mean, just, just side of that, Dwight Yoakam's in that. He's great. I'll watch anything Dwight Yoakam's in. Um, Wait, who was he again? He was the, the arms dealer, like the, the schlubby arm with the long hair uh, and stuff. Yeah. Like the rich... I fucking love him. Yeah. He's, you uh, should watch anything he's in. Him and Sling Blade? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's wrap them, boys. No, but I'm saying like this is really where we need to be. Yeah, you know this is a good place to be talking about this kind of shit. I mean, yeah. All right, so we'll wrap it up and then we'll right. continue talking. Thanks, Later. thanks for listening, everyone. Um, if you made it this far, you're fucking Pat Wolf Venmo, a real, real G. And Legion <laughs> is going to be the code. And I mean, I've had a couple people hit me up, but they're asking me not to. 
send them money, but That's I'm dope. going to send you twenty dollars. No one doesn't know about this. If you send me the code Legion, if you email me the code Legion, I will Venmo you twenty dollars because it will be proof that you made it this far into the podcast. I'd also say you can uh, check out my podcast Noah's Ark. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday. Just look it up on iTunes. <laughs> Noah's Ark. My dad calls Noah.